Hi friends, welcome back to Actual Play, the podcast. It's been a little while since we've been active, but in light of the Court of Blades Kickstarter launching, I thought we'd fire this back up. This is our seven-part series playing Court of Blades as our characters uh, defend the honor of House Pataglia, or something like that. I had a wonderful, wonderful time playing with Drake, Kristen, Navi, uh, and Jamie, and uh, I am just very, had just a very, very delightful game. Hope you enjoy it as well. This first session opens up with character and house creation, and so you can hear how it works. Hello, welcome to Actual Play. Court of Blades. It's a brand new show on actual play, which is great because Apocalypse Keys just ended. I'm so sad because that game was so amazing and beautiful and wonderful. But we grabbed Jamie from Apocalypse Keys. We just pulled them through the aether um, to play to play with all these other wonderful people. Anywho, I'm Sean Nittner. I use he him pronouns. You can find me everywhere at Sean Nittner. Um, as always, uh, funds that we make here go are split between Black Lives Matter and the Trans Legal Defense Fund. So if you give us money, that's where it'll go. Uh, that's up until forever, uh, you know, uh, uh, indefinitely. Um, we are playing a brand new game called Core Blades. This is our session zero. We're going to make characters. We're going to choose a house. So we don't know anything yet. And I'm really excited uh, to play this game that is co-written by Navi. How are you? Um, so I'm Navi, and I did co-create Court of Blades. I'm really excited to play with you guys. Um, I, you can find me at Navi Musing on Twitter. That's pretty much where I hang out. Um, you won't find me anywhere else, uh, <laughs> except for here. <laughs> um, and I think that that's pretty much me in a nutshell. How about you, Jamie? Sorry, I get I got so entranced. I forgot. Hello, I'm Jamie. I use they them pronouns. Uh, I too mostly exist on the Twitter sphere at Temporal Hiccup. Uh, I like to make games. Uh, you can find my stuff on itch.io, temporalhiccup.itch.io, and I'm super excited to play this game. Um, just there's so much I love about it. Yeah. And uh, how about you, Kristen? Hi, I'm Kristen. I use she/her pronouns. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kristen is no Jedi. I am super excited for this game. I watched the first episode of the BBC Three Musketeers series last night as inspiration. So I'm stoked for session zero. Uh, how about you, Sean? Hey, I'm Sean Drake. Uh, for brevity's sake and ease of use, I'll be Drake tonight. Um, <laughs> but I'm at uh, Drake and Dice on Twitter. Um, I'm also on itch.io with uh, Navi at a couple of Drakes. Um, itch and then um i am also a co-author of this game i'll be running tonight's session uh so tonight we are going to be playing court of blades which is a forge in the dark game of renaissance magic and gunpowder intrigue and all manner of romantic skullduggery so first of all uh we're going to talk about some safety tools for the evening because like all role-playing games we can have some bleed or anything like that so just know everybody's familiar with lines and veils and the x card right Okay. Yes, indeed. Getting a, lot, getting a lot of nods there. Uh, before we uh, before we get you know to anything, uh, I just want to let you know that safety is my primary concern. So if anything is uh, existing in the fiction that makes you uncomfortable, or or we're getting close to you know 
getting getting tempers or anything like that, uh, go ahead and you know just say X or you know make an X with your hands. Give me rescue arms. Give me something to stop the conversation. We'll back up and we'll yeah exactly rescue arms just like that. Uh, and then we'll um, we'll back it up and we'll we'll talk about uh, a way to go forward where everybody's comfortable. Um, before we get started, are there any any lines, any veils that we want to talk about? Uh, my standards are, you know, obviously no no abuse to children, no um, you know, un, un flagrant or glorifying harm to uh, to animals, uh, nothing that gets too too dark and and icky. So, anything like that? Anything else that anybody else wants to add or anything like that? Table's yours. Yeah, I'd say we don't need any sexual violence. A good call. That's a yeah. big one I'm, for me I'm, too. Don't need that one. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're going to leave that leave that somewhere very far away. Okay. Um, so that being said, uh, I'd like to be the first to welcome you guys to Ilrian, the finest city in all the world, a multicultural melting pot uh, in the ashes of the Dread Empire. Uh, they threw off the chains of the old empire a couple of centuries ago. It's since then been a um, a city-state that is sort of away from most of the the succession wars that have kind of kind of sprung up in the in the fall of this empire. Um, but the thing that you really need to know about Ilrian is that no matter how polite, how grand, uh, how you know ostentatious or opulent the city may be, this is a war zone. This is a uh, city in which warfare is exceedingly polite, but no less vicious for all of that. We're all going to be playing retainers, people who enter into the service of one of the grand houses uh, of the game in Ilrian, the great game in which houses jockey for power and eventually the princedom of the city. Um, but before we, we talk about our characters, we need to decide which of the six houses of the Esaltare we are most interested in serving. Uh, has everybody sort of given those a glance over, have any thoughts on what we want to be doing? I like them all. <laughs> I'd be happy to give like a grand dramatic reading of some uh, some things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We could we could rotate. I think there are six houses and there are five of us. We could mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Drake. If you want to start it, we could rotate through, and you could start and end the dramatic readings of beautiful. Of, uh, <laughs> okay. Does everyone have the Google Doc up that has? Uh, yeah. So we're starting on page uh, eighty-three or eighty-two. Eighty-two. Is that it? Is that it? Page 82 has House Corvetto, which I will tell you about right now. Wonderful. So House Corvetto is the house of the majestic tyrants. The Ilrian would be hard pressed to think of a time when House Corvetto did not dwell within Ilrian. This ancient house is as secretive and mysterious as it is majestic and renowned. That was a pretty good voice there, Greg. <laughs> do you want to do uh, House Battaglia for Navi? Sure. Yeah. Okay, nice. Thank you, because I'm catching up. House Battaglia won the freedom of Illyrian with blood and valor. With strength and honor, they hold it still. They are not naive or blind to the games of the Esaltare. They see the dance and they see through the lies. What was won at the edge of a sword cannot be stolen by pretty words. Battaglia stands vigilant and unimpressed. That is our old house of martial valor. I love specifically vigilant and unimpressed like i've seen all this shit this is not a surprise you're not new fangled fancy you're just doing the same thing uh that everyone else has done before we are we are not i love that 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 last part really resonated for me 
All right. Uh, who wants to take House Bastien? I'll read it. House Bastien, a rising tide. Though House Bastien's tide was never rise, was never meteoric. It grew with the slow and steady tenacity of their sail. Among the lower orders of the city, House Bastien is hailed as proof that anyone sufficiently audacious may rise to the highest ranks. Among the old houses, Bastien is thought of as a distressing novelty. Uh, Jamie, you want to do the next one? You want to do level? Sure. Yeah. So House Lavelle, uh, arcane gossip mongers of wealth and taste. Everyone in Ilrin talks from the twist to the palace, the words drift in scores of tongues. Somehow, by guile or magic, they all make their way to the ears of House Lavelle. It is no surprise that many of those words are words of admiration for the house and its riches and cleverness. We do not speak ill when they are certainly listening. Beautiful. Yeah, and Kristen, do you want to take the last one? House Maurizi. It's not the last one, whoops, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I'll oh, take no. Maurizi while she's sure, sure, sure. <laughs> there. It's all good, it's all good, we can. House Maurizi, a tower built of spit and spite. They came as strangers to Ilrian, but money knows no provenance. Swords know even less. Unfashionable, gauche even, they set to the task of securing their new prize. Maurizi were once mercenaries from across the seas. Now they are conqueror princes. Their ways are not ours, but they serve just the same. Nice. Thank you. And thank you, Sean. I, I literally, it's my, it was just spinning as I tried to unmute. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's all good. I'm just, not going mean, to mute again. <laughs> I think, I think um, uh, you're on mute is probably the next baby name is going to be on the next like baby names list for like 20, <laughs> for like 2021. <laughs> because it is the, it's like you're muted is probably the most common thing anybody ever says he says. Do you want to read uh, the last one then, Kristen? We were, we were saving it for you. Uh, Orlanda. It's on uh, page 93. Is it Illyrian? Is that how you say the name of that? Illyrian, yes. Illyrian. Illyrian was once a city of merchant houses, dozens of tightening fists around the gold which flowed through the city of canals. Now only house Illyrian remains. Irlanda. If, oh, sorry. If there is something that you need, it can be assured that the Elandrid, Elandra? Elandra, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll get there. Elandra, either make it, import it, transport it, or ensures that you needed it in the first place. <sighs> nice. These are well, those are our good. big houses. Mm -hmm. Those are our big houses. And thank you guys for reading, reading through those yeah. for me. Um, does anything kind of resonate? Do we want to talk about uh, what style of, uh, of game we want to, we want to run here? Mm -hmm. Well, before we went on, I remember Sean was talking about blowing stuff up, so. <laughs> but I'm I mean, cool with it. <laughs> I have a slight inclination. I have a slight inclination to houses that are like, uh, I think both uh, uh, Bataglia and Bastien uh, resonate with me a little bit in terms of um, being pretty sure that there would be there would be plenty of action and, and adventure and, 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 and skullduggery. Uh, uh, but I am, there, there's, there's appealing things to me in, in all of them. And I'm, you know, I always kind of like, 
realize I can I can fall back on those those are very comfortable places for me to play in uh, mm-hmm. as you, you know you can see with Ember in, in the last game Jamie I'm, I'm definitely like comfortable in that like dramatic violent solutions but I'm also open to other ones so I don't know what what, what was exciting you Jamie yeah oh my gosh I well I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition and my partner mm-hmm. hates Valroyo but I love them in this horrible fascination so I'm kind of drawn to House Lavelle, but I also think House Bastien is pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah. Kristen, do you have thoughts? Yeah, I like, yeah. Um, Sean, what was the other one you said, Bastien and? Uh, Battaglia. It's the, uh, it's the house that's like, they're the very martial house that like helped win the war and they're very unimpressed by everyone else's politics. And they're like, yep, seen there, done that. It's right. whoever's in charge now is not yeah. chosen by God or anything divine. They just happen to be the ones in power. Uh, yeah, that's- It feels kind of Grey Warden in my mind, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that one or Lavelle. I mean, those sound, they all sound good to me. I'm sorry, I, I, they're not helpful. I am absolutely just here to watch you guys fight it out because uh, as a co-author, I love all of the houses. Otherwise, I would have scrapped them. Fair. Nice. Well, there were a couple that didn't make the cut. <laughs> uh, for, 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 for uh, hey, Luke, it's nice to see you. Um, uh, uh, it's nice to see everybody there, but I just, uh, uh, I saw you pop up in chat. Um, are there any, uh, from a playtesting perspective, are there any that you um, that you are like you haven't seen haven't seen a lot of play of of It looks like Bataglia and Lavelle are the kind of what the two that we're 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 looking more at. Are there either of those two that you'd really like to see what play looks like? Good question. Largely, that that depends on you guys only because the uh, the style of the game is informed mostly by by what you guys want to play. So mm-hmm. if you're um, if you if you look at the XP triggers for uh, for each of those, Lavelle has um, kind of a more more social aspect, whereas Vitalia, you might be you might be crossing swords more often. It feels a little mm-hmm. bit more musketeers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lavelle is more of that sort of um, courtly intrigue, a little bit more. Um, what do we say? Almost, almost Shakespearean in its mm-hmm. uh, comedy of manners yes. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, and Bastien is your Robin Hood house, right? The the other noble houses really don't even want you there, but they have to tolerate you. And the, the citizens actually look up to that house, whereas they're kind of ah, with the other houses. So as right. Bastien, you're very much of the people. Um, so that's a, that's also a really fun angle. But um, all those various like romantic kind of. Um, uh, movies and whatnot are really kind of represented in each house. So, do you want to uh, be Robin Hood? Do you want to maybe play the Musketeers? <laughs> yeah. Now we've yeah. we've, um, we've gotten most of these to the table. Um, so, but not Batalia. Batalia hasn't come up, have Wow. Oh. I was excited to hear someone say that they were interested in Batalia because um, Lavelle, uh, because when they hear political intrigue, they want to play the most political house. So Lavelle gets a lot of love from our, from our playtesters and the various oh. players. Um, so that gets the most attention is House Lavelle, but Batalia has never really been something people like, yes, I really well, want to. Let's read. Uh, Let's read the the XP triggers because Drake, you made a very good point that that's the thing that we should be playing to. That's the thing that well, that's the thing that we'll be rewarded for doing. And so, if there's things in there that are 
less fun or more fun than I think. Uh, Absolutely. That. So Battaglia's XP trigger is to overcome an obstacle with honor or tradition. Um, uh, Jamie, you want to read? Uh, that's Bastian. Oh, Bastian. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but let me look at Lavelle's, right? Uh, unique XP trigger, overcome an obstacle with secrets or discernment. Nice. Um, and uh, Kristen, will you read uh, House Bastion? Let me just skip there, because I was looking. <laughs> We're reading XP triggers? Yeah, just the XP trigger. Overcome an obstacle with audacity or unorthodoxy. Hmm. So yeah. I think that's a real good point. It's like we that should is. be trying to hit our XP triggers. So whatever of those things sounds better, I'm, hmm. I'm all for. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, ooh. they're all good. But I also am intrigued by the idea that Batalia hasn't been brought to the table. That would be, um, but also being Robin Hood and screwing people is also yeah, yeah. I, like, I can get on board with that bastion is easy mode because you can totally like and i'm fine with that i have no i have no problems about it but like from a moral perspective i think bastion is going to be the easiest one to play in terms of feeling justified interactions uh, i think Batalia, as a like a very strong military power is going to be filled with lots of toxic ideology and lots of uh like sense of like well you know this is what you have to do in order to survive and to win and and individuality stroking their beards and saying what's to be done about this new revenue <laughs> yeah i do like that so, I, i'm i'm uh, more drawn to uh battalion now i think just with yeah. the idea of okay. pushing against tradition and like all the all the angst that can come from it <laughs> yeah right, right. Cause, yeah because it seemed like a very traditional house I'll mm -hmm. jump into roll 20 and I'll go ahead and put a big battalia across the top of our crew sheet here. Okay. Good. Cool, 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 cool. Which means playbooks. What was the most interesting playbook for you guys? Oh, I gotta go back. I always like being the social one or the magic one, just because mm -hmm. like I like being in a position where like, oh fighting, I must flashback <laughs> to <laughs> to what I did before this moment. <laughs> How I prepared for this. Yep. Uh, I think there were a couple that would fall into that category. Yeah, the knack and the, um, I'm trying Let's, to remember the name of it. Yeah. Why don't I and the pull, pull us over to World 20, voila, and show folks the, um, the, the ones that we're looking at. So you're looking at the knack and the couth, and I'll just pull those up. But I'm also very cool with playing whatever. Uh, I love playing anything in... No, play the Fortune thing you want to play. Yeah, yeah, play what you want to play, Jamie. <laughs> okay, okay. Have a better all time right, right. play what you want. That's <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up the special abilities because I feel like those are, I mean, there's lots of things that define a character. Their contacts, their, um, their, 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 uh, their items, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I definitely think that that special abilities are kind of, you know, a lot of the go-to thing that a lot of folks look at. So mm -hmm. I'm pulling that up and I'll pull up the Kuth as well. Um, I have to tell you, there are there are moves that give narrative permission that always really excite me. So when I was looking at the Bravo, big surprise there, I saw <laughs> they had two moves that were, one is, um, 
uh, Code Duello, that your challenges carry weight of your house. When you deliver a challenge to formal combat, your enemy cannot refuse. Uh, and also Honor Guard, your formal weapons training gives you the privilege of wearing weapons openly with anywhere without repercussion. And I just think that that's, I, I love moves that are just like, you get to do a thing other people don't get to do. It's not a bonus to a die. It's just a narrative permission you have because mm-hmm. uh, because you, you have you know you're from this house or you haven't seen anything. So just uh, just sharing my appreciation there. Um, That's good. Sorry, say again. And you kind of <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we also everybody has their own XP trigger for their playbook as well. So mm-hmm. um, looking into that you'll get a little bit more sense of what uh, was incentivized in Ilrian um, society for your particular playbook to be about. Uh, so the Bravo, for instance, if you overcome or address, you don't even have to overcome, if you address a challenge mm-hmm. with violence and panache, then you are being a Bravo and you get XP for that. Mm. Is that what you're gonna take, Sean? Or you, were you I just- so. I think so. Yeah. I think, I, I like the, the Hawk as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm open. Uh, what, what are you thinking, Kristen? I was thinking the hawk or the knack. And nice. Jamie, I heard you say the knack too. So I'm fine with, I'm totally fine with the hawk if you're okay with the bravo, Sean. I'm super you, fine with the bravo, dude. Okay. I have, have zero worries about that. So, um, so that leaves, uh, that Demi, that leaves you. Yeah, with I'll definitely the go with that. the couth being, yeah. being open to you, yeah. Yeah, I always love feeling out um, the magic user in a Forge in the Dark system. So mm-hmm. I think I definitely cool. uh, want to try the knack. So, uh, yes. and being a knack in a, in a house full of tradition, what could go wrong? You know? I know, right? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just aiming for maximum angst here, right? I'm just trying to like. <laughs> you and your disaster children. Yes, yes. Um, all right. So should, okay, I'm going to try and make this for everybody. Um, so everybody who watches the stream with Judd and I know that one of the most interesting things to do is watch us silently stare at rules, silently look at rules. That is the oh, best. so good radio ever and the best stream ever so uh but but i i'm gonna fail to deliver that to everybody and i'm gonna suggest that we kind of step through each step together if that's cool like the the look and the and the heritage and the backgrounds and things like that because a they're different for this game and so it's, they're new to us but also b um i will rotate through the sheets so everybody can see everyone can see us doing it so i'm gonna pull up those three sheets and then is that cool with everyone if we kind of go take a sort of orderly process of like what's your heritage what's your background and then if yeah, you ever like decide that. to change your mind as you're like oh oh it would be cool if i was this that's that's totally okay. totally great okay the bravo house and the knack and i'll have the sheets open but please feel free to be modifying your own sheets and all that um so navi or sean or, or drake can you tell us about uh uh, what's our what's our first step in character creation? What's the first? All right, step okay. first step in character creation you guys have already done. Uh, you have grabbed your playbooks, mm-hmm. whatever looks interesting. It sounds like we've got a Bravo, a Hawk, a uh, Knack, and Navi. What were you gonna what were you gonna take? I'll take the Eye. You're gonna do the Eye? Okay, excellent. That sounds like a fairly well rounded, uh, well rounded, well rounded coterie for House Vitalia. Uh, after that, we're all gonna choose a heritage. Um, where in the successor states we come from, whether we're Ilrian native. Uh, whether we are Maur, the uh, sort of foreign exotic conqueror princes like the Maurizi, um, 
there's the uh, the Ibericans, which are sort of the um, the more on the outskirts, tend to be a little bit more marginalized. Uh, the Calrayans, which are thought of as sort of wild and barbaric, or somewhere romantic like Yongxi, which is very very far away, has their own sort of courtly politics, uh, a dedication to art and beauty, or from the strange and mysterious jewel cities which sank below the waves some hundred years ago. Um, so there's uh, all of that is on the Google Doc, which is on page 61. Uh, so whatever resonates with everybody, do we want to take it in turns and say um, a little bit about you know, where where we want our characters to come from? I think that sounds great, but first I have to issue the biggest apology to you, Nabby. I just got so like, like you were like explaining the game and just in my head, you suddenly switched to co-GM and I was just like, cool. So we've got our three characters and we're ready to go. And I completely <laughs> did not ask you what project I, you wanted to I totally to saw it like happening and I was all like, I'm like a mini GM right now. It's okay. And I was like, I just, I'm so, so sorry. I apologize. I, It'll be I better just, when she has a character name and then everybody will- <laughs> Well, yes, but also like I, I did, I, I apologize. I just, you, you like registered as like, GM of the game as like co-GM of the game team for a second. So I, I apologize. I totally got it. But thank you. Of course. So I'm very excited that we have all four characters. <laughs> it will help more stress to throw up problems. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I can I can read just a little blurb if you'd like from each of these heritages so that we can uh, get a little bit of their flavor or we can kind of be good for everyone listening in. Yeah, that's probably not. Yeah. That's well, why don't we do the same thing? Why don't we round robin it? And, absolutely. And you start uh, with Yeah. I'll start with Lorian. Uh, and then we'll go around. Um, so page okay. 61, right? Page okay. 61. Mm -hmm. cool. If you want to be a native, choose Ilrien. Ilrien is the greatest city in the world. The very finest of art, culture, and politics blend here. The people are cosmopolitan, vivacious, and quick to trade jokes or draw steel. If you want to be somewhere foreign and exotic, choose the Maur. Across the ocean in the, uh, to the south, the proud desert kingdoms of the Maur are both military and economic powers in, uh, to be watched with care. Maur is a blend of various cultures resembling Persia, India, and Egypt. Navi, will you do the next one? If you want to be from a marginalized people, choose Iberican. The people of Iberica are often considered nomads and gypsies. People in polite society guard their purses a little more than usual when they enter the room, even when you're wearing the trappings of one of the houses of the Esoltari. And then, oops, sorry, is it? Yeah, you're up, yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so if you want to be from somewhere wild, choose Calray. Uh, Calray is a large country of sprawling grasslands, rugged mountains, and trackless forests. Calray is too large to be ruled, so government typically extends as far as the edge of a village before dying by inches in the wildlands. Many foreign empires have tried to bring Calray to heel, but even the dread emperor was unable to unleash it, uh, unable to leash it. Kristen, will you do the Yang Yangtze? Is it Yangtze? I was going to ask. The Yangtze, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yangtze. Yangtze. Oh, thank, thank you. you. If you want to be from somewhere romantic, rich in beauty and poetry, choose Yangtze. Yangtze are taught from an early age that beauty is the one ideal to be prized above any other. Whether in government, craft, or war, a Yangtze will execute their duty with precision and poetry. Prone to ritual and careful metaphor, the natives of the distant kingdom are proving exceedingly good at the games of the... 
what is it? Sorry, I couldn't Hillary. hear you. Hillary Ann. I'll get these names. I no, I'll get them. <laughs> it's great because now everybody is learning them in, 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 uh, in chat. We're getting, we're getting. Uh... Finally, if you want to be from somewhere strange, ancient and arcane, choose to be from the jewel cities. Before the three islands, Beryl, Lapis, and Garnet sunk beneath the waves some years ago, they composed the homes of the jewel cities. The culture was rich in advanced technology and magic was an everyday part of life. Are you Beryline? Latine or Garnetine? It's real Those hard are not to want to be a crystal gem. Just gotta say, if, if you tell me that there's an option to be a crystal gem. I was gonna <laughs> say that because of Garnet. I was like, why not be Garnet? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the look in one of your faces is so hilarious. Like, so cute. <laughs> we are crystal gem. Yeah, sorry. I have, I came to Steven Universe late in life and I am, was so sad that I missed out on it uh, as long as I had. It's fantastic. It's so good. Um, I'm cool. probably going to go with Calorie because I want to be a witch of the wild. So, Ooh, like. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm really torn between being um, uh, being Yangtze or being uh, Ilrian. I like the idea of having a lot of the weight of tradition and I'm not sure whether I want that to be something where I have a sort of a cultural clash where I'm trying to absorb other tradition while keeping my own values and beliefs or whether it's something like deep entrenched in like 10 generations of being in mm-hmm. uh, in the in the family and, ha- and have all of those like uh, Ilrenian traditions uh, internalized. So I'm, I'm gonna- Yeah, that's super good grist for the mill either way, whether you're, you're you know, new to Ilrian and sort of feeling out this strange and kind of, you know, polite sort of power struggle that's constantly at the heart of everything. Uh, you're used yeah. to being careful, but you're not from here and this is not your game uh, or else, you know, very much vested in it, right? Yeah. Oh, which mm-hmm. is wild, by the way, Jamie, that is super cool. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm practicing my Morgan voice in my head, so. Kristen <laughs> and, and, and Abby, what are you, what are you thinking? Um, I think, I, so I might do something different than whatever everyone else chooses, just to have that, to bring um, a new culture, but um, sure. I am just kind of natively leaning towards uh, Mao or Yangshi. And I was leaning towards either being native or being from the Jewel Cities. Although now if I'm from the Jewel Cities, we're all gonna have to sing the Steven Universe song, which is not really in line with the Court of Blades theme that, that I love so much. So much creativity <laughs> when everything goes, goes terribly wrong. You can have like yeah. a full orchestral yeah. version of that song, right? Jen, 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 you know, Perfect. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so now now when we go to, to hold, when we go to pause in the middle, when people are hearing the, the hold music, they're going to like hear it, the, the, the flamenco, but they're going to like hear notes of yeah, Stephen in, in the background. It's going to be special. Yeah, I think you should do what you're excited about. I am I'm, I'm all for it. Um, I am... I am going to be from uh, Yangtze. Okay. Uh, Yangtze. If that is cool with folks. That's right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I, I will be, oh man, I want to be from both. I like them so much. Okay. The hawk, does it make more sense for the hawk to be native since they are kind of maybe darker? So it, it makes perfect sense to be native. It makes perfect sense to be from elsewhere. Um, okay. You know, the hawk is, is sort of a dangerous sort of bounty hunter character, just a little bit of that kind of um, what I do is I track and bring in the most dangerous of game, right? And that's a uniquely portable skill. So after after the Jewel City sank, where do you go? What do you what what trade do you ply? Yeah. Well, there's this new hunting ground, and I have become exceptionally good at this one too. <laughs> so either way, it works. Sold. I'm going to be from the Jewel um, Cities. <laughs> now are you Arlene Garnet? Nice, absolutely. Uh, can, uh, I I don't. Yeah, yeah. Which 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 island? So all of these, all these, um, you know, you are just like in in most Forge in the Dark games. This this is our game. This is not the game mm -hmm. necessarily written down. So I'm going to be probably leaning on you every now and then. Like, well, what's this like, you know, from a Jewel City perspective? Like, this is from this, you know, world of of high technology and magic being part of everyday life. Back into all of a sudden we're back in in the Renaissance, right? Mm -hmm. um, how does that make you feel as mm -hmm. a as a Jewel City's native, right? Yeah. Okay, I love that. We'll we'll build some fiction together, and that's okay. Kind of the perfect. Yeah, but is there one of those uh, one of those names of an island uh, before they sank that that resonates? Yeah, I have I have to be from Garnet. Garnet scene, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so you are from Garnet. Um, okay. We have a young she, a Alrean, and a Jewel Cities uh, resident. Mm -hmm. uh, Natty, what are you playing? So I'm going to be Maur. And uh, earlier I said the I, that's because I have a silly in my head. I meant the key. <laughs> I'll be playing the key. Oh, okay. Very different. Okay. <laughs> it's very different. Because we have a lot of, uh, we got a lot of ass kicking in this group. You guys picked all the really tough ones. So I'm like, let me bring in a little bit of uh, diplomacy. Yeah, we have, we have Perfect. a fearless duelist, a dangerous bounty hunter, a strange knack able to bend the forces of reality. And now we have we have our uh, crafty mastermind and manipulator as well. So somebody can talk, which is good. Thank goodness. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> We've tried violence. It didn't work, but it's all. It didn't work. <laughs> well, I think I think a, fa a fairly dangerous crew coming from House Patagonia makes a lot of sense. Complete so, sense. Absolutely. I'm totally. I'm happy with all of these choices. Um, uh, is is it established within the fiction whether or not different houses keep hostages from 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 other where they do that sort of exchange of like you go live hostages one way of saying fostering much more polite right fostering <laughs> yeah uh, but is that a if is that a part of the fiction and if if not does anyone have a have a problem with me bringing that in as part of the fiction is that, is Love that it. okay thing um there's there's that? nothing established but once again we build fiction as we go mm -hmm. there's um there's some tastes of, of ilrian culture in the back of the taste of ilrian but uh at the end of the day like this is this is our playground we get to say we get cool. to say what the fiction is right awesome, awesome. Well, i'm going to say that my bravo is a hostage of yang uh that they are here because their counterpart, the Ilrin counterpart, is uh, is, is there. So there was a, there was an exchange, and we both are lived and taken care of and very well regarded, but ultimately not. Uh, mm, certainly, that's, that's super cool. And all I'm sure right, that will cause no tension or uh, division of loyalties at all. No. Perish the thought. Perish the thought. 
Um, but yes, that, that brings us very nicely to background. So we uh, are going to select our character backgrounds, um, academic, labor, law, trade, military, whether you're a noble, like it sounds like Sean is going to be, uh, or whether you came up in the underworld. We don't have a couth, but that doesn't mean that, you know, our, our uh, hawk or our knack came from sort of an underworld um, background. Uh, so you pick one of those. Um, we, can, we can flesh that out uh, just right now if we'd like. Um, and then we'll get to assigning assigning dots, which is always fun. Nice. Um, so the backgrounds are similar. They're pretty short. Um, do you want to do you want to go through uh, the, the the backgrounds as well? Certainly. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll read them off real quick. Um, the backgrounds are are academic. Um, sort of a scholar, a professor, a student at the Scholum Naturalis, which is the local um, sort of mage college. Uh, a mystic's apprentice or a philosopher. There's labor, uh, a docker, a sailor, a house servant, a gardener, a coach driver, a gondolier. I'm sorry, I, I never really um, really came out and said this. We are not, uh, our, our game here is not necessarily playing the prime movers and shakers within the house. We're retainers. We are, we are attached to the house. We have been brought into its good graces and we are trying to prove ourselves um, worthy of inclusion by name and rank into the house. So we, that is basically the stakes that we're fighting for. And Blades in the Dark, it's very much, will we get enough to pay off everybody that we owe and maybe retire with something in our pockets? And this one, money's no object uh, because we have, the, we have the blessing of the house. We are, we're taken care of, we're attached, but we're not necessarily the quality ourselves, right? So mm -hmm. we are trying to find our way in this, in this world, be included into this, this huge house um, and eventually secure our station and our legacy. Um, so we are starting off, maybe not necessarily in the gutter by any stretch, because we are in service to the sixth house of the Esaltare, the brand new, newly arisen house of the Esaltare. Um, but we are not necessarily in a secure position. Um, so when I, when I say that you come from an academic background or a labor background, this is where you were before you came to be in the house of service. So there's also law where you're an advocate, a barrister, a watchman, an inspector, perhaps even a mercy, a bodyguard or a jailer. Mercies are monster hunters. So if that's cool, do that. Um, there's trade, a shopkeeper, a merchant, a craftsperson, a shipping agent, a deal broker, military. You could be a soldier, a mercenary, an intelligence operative, a strategist, a training instructor, or even an unhoused bravo. Uh, noble, you could be a dilettante who's in way over their head at this point. A courtier, a scion of a fallen house or a lesser house or from the underworld, an urchin, a charlatan, a street performer, a gang member, a thug, or some other outcast who grew up on the street. So tell me, my good people. Mm. Yeah, I'm also gonna, I think I'm gonna go with Noble. I think the idea is like I was a consort, uh, this wild thing taken in, uh, like, a, like I have a feeling like mistresses are a very open thing. Um, that's not looked down upon necessarily. It's just, you know, um, so I think that's definitely where my character comes from. And I think they're trying to prove themselves so they can take on more power for themselves uh, without having to be a consort. Yeah, that's super cool. Nice. Uh, were you noble before? Were you were you a noble from Calray that 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 like has a title on your own, or is your entire claim to that title through your uh, your relationship? Uh, I think my partner, she has told people that I come from a fallen house that made its way to Calray. But the truth is, I came from a shack with my horrible mother of a witch. <laughs> so. 
none of it is true, but the story is there to protect me. Nice. <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> a finger to the lips and say no more. Very mysterious <laughs> from a log cabin back in Calray. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one knows about enough about Calray to know, right? Right. But sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> too wild it's too weird how could you ever know <laughs> super cool what are you thinking Kristen? uh i was originally thinking military and then i heard that a mercy is a monster hunter <laughs> okay <laughs> so so well, i had a feeling i know we just met but i was like i feel like Kristen's gonna jump for the monster I, I hunter so too. <laughs> like, all right, so Mercies are, um, they are a, a, a quasi-secret society that, um, you know, tracks down things that go bump in the night. They are, they're monster hunters, they're uh, exorcists, they're basically like um, a, a little bit almost like the night errant going on. They typically work in very, very small groups. Uh, there is mm -hmm. a, a small detachment in Ilrian of Mercies, which, you know, they okay. tend to the things that are weird. Uh, yeah. probably be one of those. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. so our our hawk, our our terrifying bounty hunter, is also a trained monster hunter. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it all it all adds up to me. I don't. It really I, does. I don't. I, don't I, I I don't. I don't see the lie. I, no, I, there's there's even a a hawk special ability called terrifying, where you know all that exude <laughs> an aura of menace. So anyway, uh, a monster okay. hunter, a okay. wild quasi Calrian noble. Sean, what are you gonna play? Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. Uh, I like the idea of noble. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think that that would fit into the hostage, uh, uh, hostage uh, uh, situation. Uh, I. I. I briefly, uh, and this maybe because we've gotten on a Robert Redford kick in my house, and we just watched Legal Eagles, and it was really fun to watch this lawyer who acted nothing like a lawyer at all. So I. I briefly had this. This notion of an advocate uh, as being a as being a uh, a fun uh, element, but I think I'm just going to work that into my backstory in some way. So it's fine. I, I, think, I, think, I just want you to know that you could be an advocate and still be a fencer because it makes sense. <laughs> That's in, what I'm in, thinking. Exactly. In this exactly. strange city, sometimes a court case gets tried very sharply. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that was my thought is, uh, and I'm and I'm stealing a little bit from an uh, an old blades uh, uh, from the the, the bloodletters blades game that I played in, where there was one particular character who often liked to piss people off until they did something that he could challenge them to a duel for and then kill them. <laughs> and it was his, <laughs> this was an NPC, but he became sort of a, a, a an infamous character because he would just really really good at murdering people and also really really good at figuring out exactly when it was legal to murder them via, via <laughs> duel. The word for that is uh, spadocinicide where you where you get somebody so riled up it's it's murder by duel right like right. it's basically yeah that's awesome yeah yeah so yeah i think uh, i think i'm going to be an advocate yeah Ooh, cool and are you still still pursuing that here in Ilrian, or was that? Back no, I think that was I think that was my background. I think I am. Uh, I think that's actually my task is to become recertified in Ilrian. I don't think my advocacy, my status uh, in Yangtze, it, it, it translates. Um, and so um, it's like a lot of people coming from other countries that have doc that have degrees and whatnot, and yet they have to do um, they have to do uh, uh, other work. So I think. Um, 
uh, I'm, I'm trying to, to train to the point where I could um, become certified. So our young she Bravo is trying to pass the bar here in Illinois. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, so good. All right, Navi, what about you? I'll be the little scrappy one here. Let's go underworld. So she's going to be a former gang member. Ooh. Yeah. Like our key, like our, our manipulator and strategist. Is, I can is... always tell when someone's lying to me. Okay, that makes oh. sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, that checks real good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that sounds pretty good. I like all of these characters so far. I'm really excited. Um, now we get to assign some dots. We get to we get to see what we're good at. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got all of our action ratings over there on the on the side under body, mind, and spirit. Uh, we're going to assign four action dots. We're going to put one dot in any action that kind of reflects our character's heritage. We're going to put one dot in any action that reflects our character's background. And then you've got two free dots to put anywhere you please. Mm -hmm. um, your max rating as you start is going to be two per per action. So no more than two dots in any one thing. Uh, and that's going to be that's going to be where we put our dots. The hardest part to talk through because my sitting here thinking like, yeah, where can yeah. I put this to make this character right. make sense? Well, I, I, I had an easy one of being a former advocate to me, like that just spelled having it on study. That seemed uh that seemed uh, necessary. Um, and I'm thinking of uh, being a, uh, what it means, what it would mean to be part of a sort of a, a, a house exchange. I feel like there'd be some social skill associated with it um, in order to navigate the, the houses. Uh, so I'm thinking consort or sway as my second, as my dot tied to, to heritage. And uh, channel down there um, under spirit. This um, is you know sort of tinkering with things that are arcane. Now, if you're not a knack, you can't draw it from nowhere. But there are magical devices. There are um, all manner of uh, objects of power and things like that around Ilrian and throughout the world. That even even a blunt, somebody who can't, uh, who is not a knack, um, can interact with. So channel, it's not necessarily an only a knack skill. This is kind of like a tune in Blades in the Dark where the ghost field's there, the weave is still there. Um, and if you want to interact with it in any way or anything like that, it's probably going to be a channel role. So that's that's the one that I've had had groups tell me has kind of thrown them because they're like, well, I'm I'm a Bravo. Why would I why would I touch channeling things? Mm -hmm. uh, you can still you can still use magical stuff. You just can't power it with yourself. Yeah, I've noticed in Forge in the Dark games, people really stumble over that because they're so used to like, oh, magic is only for this specific mm -hmm. class or mm -hmm. this other hue. So um, I've always liked Blades in the Dark and other Forge in the Dark games for going, no, everybody can, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think one of my favorite it. character concepts was a whisper that like had two dots in yes. Spanish, and they were they were a whisper that that worked aboard a Leviathan Hunter, and they were like, I break Leviathans for lunch, but like also I yes. have to, be able to talk to the Ghost Field, and it's just like <laughs> a complete inversion of like the whisper, like ooh, I'm just keeping quiet, like no, yeah. like they were yeah. a, a menace. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, good. I love playing whispers who have wreck. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna. <laughs> that's like, I mean, it's it's, so it's, an, it, it's an action in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I did I did take a dot in wreck. Um, nice. So, 
Uh, yeah, I justified my dots for Sway because I had to convince people I'm not a wildling. And, uh, you know, uh, even though I totally am. And I took one in Skulk uh, to reflect how I had to sneak around in the wilds in order for us to scavenge and survive. And then I put in one in red because I can't help it. I'm so sorry. I always had to put, <laughs> I to put I one in red. Do the thing that excites you. Great action reading. I can't remember where I put in the other one. I think I put in another one in study. Yeah, I think that's what I did. Um, just to, uh, yeah, just because it makes sense for the character. I think they're very, um, they're trying to learn about magic as much as they can. Mm -hmm. So I ended up being pretty rounded here. I put dots all over the place because I mean, you know, I'm key, I should fit everywhere. Um, so we're gonna go with the dot in maneuver and wreck one in um, survey and one in consort. My native points were in sway and tinker. Nice. Which one of those skills served you best in the underworld? Oh. So for underworld, it's gonna be maneuver. Gotta get around, it makes sense, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta like duck, the, uh, duck the watch and then, you know, yeah, that's really cool. Okay. How uh, many how dots about, how do I get again? You can add four. Yeah. So seven in total. Thank you. Yeah, I also I also always worry about that. How much in total? The, this <laughs> is I've never played Blades in the Dark or Forge in the Dark game. Oh, ever. So much fun. So it's so I, much fun. Fun of us. I oh. would apologize, <laughs> except I like to think the people watching are like, thank goodness, because I didn't know either. Yes. <laughs> Someone else, you are Someone our point else of character. Uh, you're the you're the one that could be the the voice to the audience of how all these things work. Because yeah, that's can, why I'm here. Ask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the actions in Forge of the Dark Games, um, they they are it. Uh, players are the ones who decide what action they're going to take and the actions basically do what they sound like. So if you want to uh, skirmish with somebody, that's you just say, I'm going to skirmish with that person. And if, and if the, if Drake would be like, Hmm, that seems like it'd be hard to do right now because you have to get up to them first maneuver would be better then skirmish might not turn out to work super well, but mm -hmm. it's always a choice that you can, that you can use, you can, unless as long as you can sort of, justify it in your own mind narratively fiction mm -hmm. yeah. as long sure. as fiction supports any of these things you can argue, argue for it yep. they're very broad okay. kind of categorizations that's a hard word Fair. Um, so we talk about it through the fiction and depending on what your character's you know avenue is like like mm -hmm. Sean was saying uh this could be skirmish we're fighting here but really i just want to i want to get the upper hand i want to i want to move and i want to want to you know make distance or anything like that. Oh, so you're yeah. probably, this feels like maneuvering. Are you maneuvering here? Because that's, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk about what the position and effect is with that particular approach. And then again, the conversation, two-way street. So we'll, we'll okay. figure out what makes the, the most sense there. I so, like it already. I'm definitely going with one in skirm skirmish. Mm -hmm. that Note that like sense. killing and tracking things uh, is generally called falls under hunt, which you already have two in. So if you're like, I yes. want to shoot this thing from a distance, like that's already covered in yep. this skill you. That's I also finding your contact or, or any other thing that might, mm -hmm. might be hunting, right? And uh, I think I have to bring up that I really love about 
Forge in the Dark games is you can still try for something even if you don't have the skill. Like if someone yeah. can help you, you can accept. Uh, in this game, it's called the Lady's Favor, right? So mm -hmm. uh, you're really meant to like push your luck and uh, and try things. So if you have um, no dice. Ahead. We can do yeah. dice. We can you do might, have, yeah. might you might yeah. have to give something up. There might be might be a price to pay. Right. But you can always have dice. Yeah, so it's really cool. And even with no dice, you still end up rolling two dice. You just take the worst one. Yeah. It's, it's not a good it's not a good choice. Uh, it's very rarely boring. Very I, I did have this player who did that all the time and he kept rolling sixes each time. Yeah. I oh mean, there you go. Yeah, if you could just if you can just always get sixes, then it doesn't matter. You don't I hardly get to play at all if you guys get nothing but sixes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna change my my heritage a little bit. I think that the idea of being both trying to get my law degree and being a noble hostage doesn't quite, like it could be done, but it feels like it's all cramming too much. So I'm just, I changed my heritage to Yangshi exchange student. Exchange student. Same idea. Very cool. Aww, just yeah. not, not, not a, you know, like I think I have expectations for my family that I will stay here and I'll do well, but it isn't, uh, I'm not being held here, uh, but it's right. similar, similar vibes, but it kind of fit better into trying to get a degree. Now my my real big question is: Are you gonna you know you trying to carry an academic schedule while also trying to move oh. your house up? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, oh, I did the opposite of that. I did the opposite of Navi in that you like spread everything out. I just hyper focused. My thoughts are all maneuver, skirmish, study, and then one in, in uh, one in sway. Like I am maxed out in everything I can be because I think it's I have a very like narrow focus and it's gonna bite me in the ass. And I'm gonna, like, <laughs> fun. I like that. All right, so everybody has dots all assigned. Everybody feels happy with where their dots are living. Okay, well, the next thing is to grab one of these cool special abilities you see on the left side of your sheet there. You start off with special armor. Everybody has some kind of special armor that allows them to resist a consequence once per errand. Um, it depends on what you know your playbook is, what kind of thing you can resist with your special armor. But because you are part of the team, because you all work together, because you guys are all exceptional, that's why you're working for the Esaltare, uh, you have the ability to have the foresight, the, uh, the, the skills to kind of head off some of the terrible things that I'm going to say are going to happen to you. Uh, so everybody starts with special armor, but you get one additional special ability. So mm. look at your special abilities, decide if any of them sound cool. If none of them sound cool, I have a bigger problem than I thought I did. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we'll, we'll go around and uh, we'll say what you wanted to pick and then we'll talk about Ooh, so we all get the special armor automatically. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I like That's that. Cool. Very awesome. And they're yeah, different, uh, right? Each playbook's special armor is different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody's yeah. special armor is good for a certain situation. The knack mm -hmm. not be able to to deal with a social gaffe, but if magic starts getting thrown around and you almost get melted by a hummingbird made of green fire, the knack can help you out with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I'm definitely um, going with the first choice because I saw that you wrote down that usually the first choice is like um, like a good option. But I also, I want to curse things. Um, I'm a good person, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Point of being, being a knack, if you can't, you know, spit a curse and make an, an enemy wish that they had never been. Exactly, exactly. So, very cool. Very Calrayan, I like that. I was muted. Fun. I'm very much working towards both 
Count Duello and Honor Guard as like social status, so, social standings, but I'm choosing not to start with either one of them. And I'm instead starting with Unstoppable uh, because I love the move and it's fun to be able to leap up to the top of buildings or uh, do other, other things. And it's also yeah, a good justification cool. as like why I might have this position, like a good, a good rationale for why this, this Bravo has been, has nice, been brought nice. in despite, uh, despite their academic duties. Their academic uh, devotion. All right. So, um, as the key, I get my special armor is to resist any complication related to suspicion or persuasion that I'm present for. And I am taking foresight. Um, I think this is a cool one. Twice per errand, you can assist a teammate without paying stress. Just describe how you prepared for it. Ooh. Very nice. That's very cool. And to help people, I like that. <laughs> Well, it's nice to be able to say like, oh, I was ready for this. Oh yeah, this, nope, I was ready for this as well. Yeah, and without, <laughs> without having to uh, having to like flash back and say, oh no, no, yeah, we totally thought about this. And uh, <laughs> this is why, okay, I'm gonna need stress. No, no, it's not, mm -mm, I was ready. Uh, let's see, what do you think, Kristen? I know, I'm look? holding up the party. No, you're- No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I always choose intuitively, I don't think about it. That's how I- <laughs> I love that, Jamie. That's <laughs> wonderful. Jamie, I'm just going to do this at point, and we'll yeah, just see yeah. What that's happens. really what happened. Well, <laughs> that's what if, I always do. Yeah, if anything looks fun, it probably will be. It, well, that's uh, my problem. The opposite of what Drake mm, was worried about. They all look. They fun, all yeah. look good. They all look yep. good. Actually, it's true. It's true. They're all. Great. I feel like I read when I was trying to read all the rules that if you're unsure which special ability to take to go with the top one because it's there for a reason. This one's always a good, good, solid starting option. Um, which is, which is terrifying. Uh, you have an air of menace and danger, obvious to even the most unobservant. Uh, you gain potency when trying to intimidate someone. If done immediately after a show of force, take um, one d. Is it one d six? Oh, plus yeah. one dice as well. Sorry, got it. Uh, so, Kristen, I'm wondering, are you terrifying because there's some part of being a mercy that like is always this. Perceptible is it? Is it because you're a monster hunter and like you have monster mm -hmm. bits on you, or like you have a certain aura, or you have a reputation? Is it like Witcher Henry Henry Cavill vibes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's so yeah. scary? I if I go with terrifying, I might I might switch it. But if I go with terrifying, the thought is is that yes, that I have hunted so many monsters, or I've seen so many things that there is this aura, right? There's almost this gl this eerie glow. Mm -hmm. around me that just makes like the hair on people's arms stand up like they're un they're unnerved by just my presence you've stood in the shadows so long and held the wall against things that are horrifying for so much of your life mm -hmm. now you bring a little bit of that air of menace with you that's super yeah cool. <laughs> super cool i love okay, it okay so a related question because i forgot to go over their lines and veils how do we feel about romance because that sounds very hot but I just want to check it. <laughs> like, how we hot. feel about it. <laughs> very scary. I have no lines of not... about romance. Okay, okay. I, yeah, just checking, I'm good. Checking. Yeah. This is romantic skullduggery. If it doesn't, if it doesn't get sexy, then I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. But not graphic. This Fair. Is a family show. Uh, not really. But yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I think our characters yeah. getting entwined is all kinds of all kinds. You guys of are going to be working together. Mm -hmm. You might have to trust each other with your lives. Like, come on. Yeah. 
it seems like a really bad reason to, to form romantic relationships and that's what it does exactly <laughs> yes exactly Disaster i just children. watched yes. the episode of voyager where chakotay and and, oh, oh, and Janeway? Uh, Janeway are stranded on a planet yes, for yes, like a yes. long time, and they're like, and they have the like almost sparks start flying, and you're like, what? It's wild. I love that. That's so. I love Voyager. It's so good. I'm, I'm right. watching it for the very first time, and I'm. Uh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. nice, nice, nice. People always. But back to. Yes, yes. Natty, what are you taking? How do you, didn't I do mine? Oh, okay, yeah, you did four. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. yeah. Who am I missing? I'm sorry. Is it Sean? No, Sean, we got. Uh, no, nope, I went. I'm, I think I'm we did unstoppable. All right, last last thing we have to uh, to really take care of before we talk about you know our look and everything is um, your indulgence. So Ooh. we are still people. Um, Dorian is is hard. Uh, we need a way to blow off steam between errands. Mm-hmm. Um, mechanically speaking, this is how we we're going to burn off all of our stress that's accumulated throughout the errand. Uh, and we're going to basically talk about what it is that we do when we're not serving the house, what kind of obligations we might have out in Ilrien that uh, that keep us from doing this 24-7. Um, so basically when we do downtime, we'll talk about, you know, what that looks like. Um, we have all kinds of different, different indulgences, um, you know, faith, gambling, luxury, an obligation, uh, pursuit of pleasure or stupor or even things arcane. So it might just be, you know, you go curl up with a good magical grimoire and delve into things people were not supposed to know. <laughs> so what kind of indulgences suit our characters as they are sort of coming together? Hmm. This is an easy oh, yeah. one for me. I'm going obligation. Um, mm. And I think given her background, she's got kind of a soft spot for orphans. So she spends her time down in the twist mm with the uh, local orphanage. The, uh, the orphans that weren't Sister Avelines, right? Okay, yeah, Sister mm-hmm. Avelines. Yeah. The, um, the orphans that weren't as lucky as you uh, to kind of come out mm-hmm. of the twist and be patroned by one of these powerful houses. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Who else? It's very wholesome. Ooh. OK, I have an idea, but let me know if it undoes the wholesomeness. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know. Uh, I was going with arcane. I was thinking there's a there's a soul of an old god that's sleeping in the soul of a of a child. I thought, and when you said orphan, I was like, oh, what if I, what if we both go to the orphanage but for different reasons? <laughs> that's cool. We're um, just gonna go hold hands and go down the orphanage. Yeah, there's there's a lot of weirdness that goes on in the background of Ilrien because this is a conflux where a lot of cultures and a lot of things all sort of come together. I could totally see there being vestiges of some eldritch power that may have found its way into one of these orphans. So yes, absolutely. That would be an arcane indulgence, I think, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm acting like I'm helping you out with uh, with orphans. (laughs) With, you know, uh, Arturo uh, at the orphan. (laughs) So Arturo, any strange dreams recently? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so how have been the dreams, Arturo? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Kristen, how does your hawk blow off steam? Uh, pleasure. Definitely going to go pleasure. Do I have to pick one or can, can it be lovers, food, drink, drugs, oh, art, and theater? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> all, all of the above. Depending on the day of the week. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. you come from an unspeakably old civilization, and any unspeakably old civilization, like it gets a little decadent, right? Um, yeah. I can imagine that maybe trying to find that old home that maybe you don't even remember, but mm-hmm. who knows that you still have those cravings. I could totally see just pleasure in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Perfect. And Sean? Uh, so I am, uh, I have an idea, but I'm wondering if it's going to become too like outward facing. Um, and I don't want to have my own little corner of the game that nobody else interacts with. And that is that I think obligation also makes a lot of sense for my Bravo and obligation to, um, their family. Uh, but I don't know how much the Yangtze will be present in the game. And I don't want something that's going to like take me out of the interactions with everyone else. Mm -hmm. So if the idea that being loyal, having this divided loyalty uh, could cause fun trouble for us, that there could be a Yangtze delegate, like uh, embassy in Ilrian, that they might sometimes agree with us and sometimes not. If that sounds cool to folks, then I will do that because I think having that divided loyalty would be fun. If not, uh, I was thinking, uh, I I have other ideas too, but. The thing about Ilrian is that it's a big melting pot of cultures. Like there are houses of Yangshi who have moved to Ilrian and our players, movers and shakers, haven't made their way up into the Esaltari yet, but there are plenty of Yangshi in Ilrian to deal with. Cool. Some of them probably, you know, who are who look fondly on your family and others who do not. Yeah. So I won't yeah. let it be just you in a corner doing Yangshi things. You well, I mean, Yangshi. But I don't want it just to be the two Sean's talking either. I don't want it to be something where it's like, you know, when I go to indulge my vice, everyone else is like, that that part of the game is is not interesting. So, you know, it's just you and I going. So I'm just kind of, for the other player, just trying to suss out if that, that idea of possibly involving the other houses. I don't think my family is here. I think my family is in Yangshi, but I think as being mm. a foreign exchange student, I'm like living with another Yangshi family, or I was maybe, I'm not sure what our living situation is now. Uh, and so there's there's that like, foreign exchange student duties to your home, et cetera, culture. I cool. Does that sound fun I, I'm, I'm already spinning yeah. entanglements off just because of this. I'm and, so And I will excited. shoehorn myself into anything, so don't worry. It's true. Okay, all right, here we go. It's true. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so it sounds like we've got, got all of our, our base desires uh, kind of laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, now we get, to, we get to say who these people are, what they look like, and put the finishing touches on these characters. Mm-hmm. Then we'll put the finishing touches on our house, and we'll start setting up Ilrian so that it is a living, breathing place with mm-hmm. its own politics and things starting to move and shake without you. Um, and then you get to kind of go step into the sandbox and see what you can upset, right? Uh, so. Let's let's talk about you know our look, our name, all the things that make us people, right? Oh, what about the friends and rivals part? Do we do that now? Oh or yeah, completely forgot about friends and rivals. Yes, so we have friends, we have rivals, we have one mm-hmm. friend, one rival on the. Uh, thank you, Jamie. Great call out. Um, oh no, I was thinking about my horrible ex girlfriend. That's why I was just excited <laughs> to talk about her. <laughs> you were ready. <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> If you're ready, tell me about your friend and rival, Jamie, because yeah, you need to know this. Kind of boom, Knack is getting pulled up right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my uh, rival is Moon. Uh, it says here an unrequited love, but I think we were like former lovers. I still love them. Unrequited love. Yeah. Uh, yeah I yeah. just want to point out, Jamie, that that is a text editable field. So you go and, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's do true. you. Yeah. And just I'm, I'm, change that right now. Yeah. <laughs> a complicated ex-lover. I'm going to put that. Let's just make my life um, terrible. 
Uh, and uh, I think they know more about me and my background than other people do. So I'm always worried that, you know, the other shoe is going to drop at some point. And Honestly, yeah, in terms of friends, I have Anisha, a Mercy, because like, I don't know, maybe I have a thing for Mercies. I don't know. It's never. Yeah, I feel like you've got, you've, got, you've, got, you've got a thing for, for Mercies. For dangerous people. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. And so uh, I think Anisha, um, is is a little worried for me and my obsession with magic and more of the arcane secrets but uh they're they're here to assist me yeah so there's a that's a friend in rife i came up with <laughs> i'm super stoked for all of that because now i have hooks yeah. um all right uh, sean do you want to talk about your friend and rival uh sure absolutely i will pick them right now um my uh my friend is Blair, a fawning noble. Uh, Blair thinks uh, I'm, I'm stealing right out of the Nature Witch um, playbook from Thirst for Lesbians, but Blair thinks we went on a date when it was really just friends getting going together. Um, yes, one Blair of my is, favorite things. Blair is my, Blair is my like, is, is like my, 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 my access to house Pataglia. Blair is a house Pataglia member who just adores me. Uh, uh, I think, I think he is, uh, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's a fawning noble. Um, and we, we have a very asynchronous relationship. I am way lower status than he is. Um, but I also don't have nearly as much affection for him. And there's that weird thing where uh, power differentials and relationships it's it's a it's kind of a messy relationship like i it's not one you want to stare out for too long because it's and it uh, yeah. rapidly turns into a train wreck that's just coming exactly, down right? do. i don't dislike blair i just don't think blair is all that as much as he feels about me and, uh, i have follow-up questions but i'll hold them <laughs> sounds good oh and like ari totally has to be my enemy a childhood rival ari is um Ari, she is, uh, uh, actually, I want more like Kimbo characters. Ari is male as well. I'm going to make myself not a male character, but I'm going to populate the world with male characters. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for granting um, us the himbos. They are essential. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Ari is like, um, Ari never walks around with a shirt on. Ari is just absolutely gorgeous quick-witted abs abs like abs, abs. abs. absolutely <laughs> yeah just like quick well he he's like he's the kind of guy who just like his shirt just comes off he's like chris hemsworth it just comes off at any given opportunity just as soon and as the sword comes it, out it snags super off. quickly yeah and like he's just always been like i'm like amazing and i'm this super talented duelist and i'm this you know i would be this 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 advocate and like somehow he's just always been like one better than me in every part of life he is also an advocate he got licensed already and i'm still in training he is an official court duelist i am not yet like i'm just like one step behind him in every part of my life um, wow. and i want to be him so bad uh, <laughs> oh, I, can't, I can't wait to put him in front of you yeah um, right that's that's awesome all right thank you for the gift that you have given me <laughs> Yeah, Excellent. Right, so I got a fawning noble and Ari the shirtless duelist. <laughs> I love them both. Um, okay, Kristen, your friend, your enemy. Who we have? My friend, my enemy. Um, let's see. Is it Farid? 
a tavern owner, yes, they will for sure be my friend. Um, I think Farid is who assists me with getting a lot of my pleasure items, Mm -hmm. drink, drugs, if and when, which will be, you know, off screen, but, uh, and, you know, lovers sometimes perhaps. I think Farid, if we could just have another uh, himbo type is- Yeah, I wanted them on. I know this does not fit, but I keep thinking about this gay bar I used to go to in West Hollywood where the bartenders just didn't wear shirts. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. I know yeah. that's not what Farid is in this world, but yeah, I just, I, no, I love the idea that he's- Perfectly. <laughs> so <laughs> like, why why is Farid not this bartender, right? Ilrian is... <laughs> has a Southern California climate too. Like it's yes. always sort of nice and a little, like there's a little bit of a sea breeze every time. There's a lot of beachfront property with lots of cabana style bars. I'm just, and I'm like, like Tiki is in effect. Love it. I love it. Love it. I love the idea, like, if there are people who bother to wear shirts, they're so deep cut, like, all the way to the waist. <laughs> yes, like, all yeah. the way. <laughs> Picard, <laughs> Picard's deep Vs. Oh, my God, I love Picard's yeah, deep exactly. Vs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those are so good. Uh, yeah, so Fareed, uh, my friend, definitely. And then for Rival, I'm going to pick uh, Red Crow, a hunter. Can I make them a monster hunter? Certainly, as yeah. Well, is that okay? Cool, cool, cool. It, are are they a mercy or are they like a freelance monster hunter? I think they're a freelance. Ooh, um, on mercy territory. Yeah, which is not okay. There's not a lot of like honor in that, and um, so definitely a rival. Although maybe we kissed once. <laughs> Who can blame you? They're mercy. Life I mean, <laughs> but definitely. I mean, how can a you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. Awesome. And how about uh, Navi? How, who is your friend and rival? So I'm going to go with my rival is Alicia. She is a diplomat. I think she might also be Maur. And I think there might be a little bit of tension there just because no one else really in the city knows where I came from, but she does. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. She's got your number. Nice. She does. <laughs> why, why do you two have it out for each other? Or why does she have it out for you? I think that uh, it might be just, you know, being a diplomat and working really hard and coming up from a good family to get this prestigious spot and then know that someone who just kind of crawled out of the gutter is in a pretty prestigious spot as well now and you know who they are. I think it's more of a... Um, uh, kind of a professional jealousy thing, like mm-hmm. they, they don't belong there. <laughs> so nice. who are they, who are they representing? Are they representing Maurer? Are they in like the Maurer delegation or? Yeah, I think I think they are representing the Maurer. So. They're, they're probably really close with House Marizzi. So you almost start with like a country as an enemy. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, your then, own uh, country for that. Right? Yeah, your own, your own, your own heritage, certainly. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, were you born in Ilrian or were you uh did you come to Ilrian later in life? I think I'm going to go with she came to Ilrian pretty young, okay. uh, young enough to where she does not have a Maor accent. Ooh. Um, mm. she's, so she speaks like she's from Ilrian very, very uh, clearly, um, but she is obviously not from Ilrian. Sure. And I who's definitely your like these. With a, with a country for an enemy. <laughs> um, 
So with a country for an enemy, I decided that Elijah, the master architect, has to be my friend because if the entire country is my enemy, I need to know how best to disable every building in the country. And hide, right? <laughs> know where all the hidden bolt holes are. That's right. Mm -hmm. right. Love it. Um, all right. Now, I think I think I know how to play play this now. Um, now we get to uh, record our name, alias, and look. So, who do I have at the table for that? Anybody have a name that is uh, that is speaking to them? Uh, my brother's yeah. name will be named Core. Um, uh, but sorry, Kristen, you jump in. Oh, I didn't have one. Not, oh, not who just did yet. I hear? Yeah, sorry, that sorry. was me. Jamie. It was you, Jamie. No, sorry. No worries. No worries. Yeah, Jamie. Uh, my name is Malika Deshalons, and uh, my alias is the Lady of Ashes. I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Malika, the Lady of Ashes. Pronouns? Uh, she, they. Yep. She, they. She, they. Oh, we have to come up with a name and an alias. <laughs> Oh, I, I you cheated don't once have again. To have I just, alias, but it's yeah. it's it's you know. <laughs> I just pulled up a last name from Dragon Age. <laughs> nice. Hey, it works. If it yeah, works, it's, it works. It's wonderful. And then and then I used to name my mom. Almost named me when she was high, uh, delivering me. So <laughs> it's a, beautiful. It's one of my fallback names. <laughs> I love it. Sean, you had a name? Uh, yes, I'm Core Ironsides. Um, uh, she, they. Uh, Ironsides is a. Um, uh, it's um, it's a it's a it's a name of. Um, it's a name of barristers. It's a, it's a it's a, it's a it's a barrister family name um, that 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 Core earned when she like became. Um, about, uh, became an advocate in in Yangshi, and uh, so she gets to claim Ironsides. It's not her family name. Her family name has been uh, it's not forgotten necessarily, but it's not it's not officially part of her name anymore. It's not the one um, that she's carrying. Yeah, and it's uh, and Ironsides. It, it, it means that you have the right to write down the proclamation of the judge in these iron plates that were hung up on the wall outside the court. So if someone missed the court, like oh, yeah. the court trials are like really exciting to see. And uh, I'm stealing this from Judd Carlman. Like, if you want something done, if you want something written down uh, and you want it to last, you, you dwarves carved in stone. Well, they actually uh, scrape it into iron, and it takes a really long time. You get the like the honor. It's like uh, you get the honor of being the one who like etches into into the iron, and then it's a permanent record. And like you know, it's going to last a really long time. There's these iron plates that. Uh, that is so that. cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I'm imagining like swordplay and like etching into steel is like why core is unstoppable because it takes like this incredible strength like carve into into the to the steel like you have to build up these crazy <laughs> muscles to do it. So that's super cool. I'm uh, I'm really excited for core iron sides. Yeah, super super cool and also very hot. My poor mage is like so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll come up with an alias. I haven't thought of one yet. I'm in that boat as well, so I'm uh, making. I'm pulling the one of the names right off the list, make my life easy. So I'm going to be playing Sakara Fair, and um, I have not thought of an alias yet. 
All right. Well, we have we have aliases in the book as well. If you wanted to uh, to grab one of the stock aliases, uh, Kristen, do you have a name? I don't have a last. <laughs> I don't have a last name yet. I'm going to be Lenore. Uh, my alias will be Mistress Wolf. Uh, and I'll okay. have I'll have a last name. Just I just need a minute or ten. Of course. Uh, pronouns for uh, Lenore? Yeah. Uh, she her please. I, so I'm going to pull right off of the and list how again. How about you, Navi? How's that's going to be sure she, her as well. And I think I'm going to snag rumor as my list. Nice. I love that. All right. So Malika, the Lady of the Ashes, Cora Ironsides, Lenore, and Sakara Fair, an all female Batalia Kuberi. This is going to be good. I'm so excited. <laughs> Oh man, okay. Uh, now we gotta talk a little bit more about Hospitalia. We have these cool characters mm -hmm. who uh, have recently been, been kind of pulled into this delicate dance of courtly intrigue and you know, occasional bloodshed, but very polite, civil bloodshed. Mm -hmm. um, so let's, let's talk about like, our, our special abilities from the house, our, our, our house's strengths, um, and then uh, we'll talk about our position, like what our house currently holds as far as spheres of influence and then we'll start setting up everybody else and we'll know who the opposition is. Um, so Hospitalia has a whole bunch of special abilities just like your character sheets in um, Roll20 for your playbooks. Uh, we have a playbook for the crew. We have some special abilities in the Google Doc because I didn't know what you were gonna play. So I didn't put down all of these special abilities this time. Uh, they'll be there for you next time. But if you look at the special abilities, uh, we start off with a special feature, du uh, duty first. So all of our retinues, these are all the, all the, um, the people that we might at some point employ, they heal at double speed. Um, because, so if they're injured, yeah. it's good. <laughs> if uh, if we, we use and abuse them to uh, help the house out, advance our, our various agendas, and they get hurt in the line of duty, well, they are duty bound. So they'll come limping uh, to help the house instead of uh, necessarily taking it easy. So we get that for free, but we also get one of these, these cool special abilities down here as well. So if there's anything down there that looks cool, Go ahead and shout Do you want to read them since we don't have them readily available? Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have deterrence, where each PC adds plus one action rating to command or maneuver. It's a good solid choice to uh, to get an extra dot. Uh, we've got fortified, so each PC gains plus one load when going discrete. There are only two load uh, categories in um, in Court of Blades, unlike Blades in the Dark. You're either discrete with um, three load or less, or you are uh, loaded, um, mm -hmm. where you have you know as many uh, dots as you can carry, you have up to seven before you're over encumbered. Um, but the fictional positioning there is that you obviously look like you're up to no good when you're going loaded for bear, right? Mm -hmm. Or or you're obviously looking like you're going for spoiling for a fight. I mean, you exactly. might have plenty of good, just yeah, with plenty. lots of swords and exactly. bows and crossbows. <laughs> Uh, we've we've, Where we've are got, you going? got a couple of pistols <laughs> front. We've got a, a cutlass and a morning star. It's like an improvised breastplate. Exactly. Um, but yeah, maybe not for a state dinner, but fine <laughs> if you're going to go and you know knock over a, a gang den or something like that. Sorry, mm -hmm. Sakara. Um, <laughs> So fortified is a cool one. Mm -hmm. uh, ironclad, where each PC gets plus one D to all body resist rolls. So anytime that you're going to be taking harm in the fiction, uh, you get an extra die to roll to resist. Uh, just cause, when the coterie does the right thing at a cost to themselves, we mark extra XP. Uh, the old guards, people are inclined to believe that you're acting in the best interest of Ilrian and rarely question your motives. You gain an additional XP trigger for that one. Did we protect Ilrian and her interests? 
Uh, choose your ground. When you prepare for battle, you can pay one favor for each of the following. The ground does not allow an ambush. You are difficult to reach. You are surrounded by friends. Like these are all very powerful mm -hmm. fictional positioning things if we are uh, preparing for an open fight. So if we're going musketeering, <laughs> might not be a bad idea uh, mm -hmm. to have that. And then upon our honor, all deals you make are public knowledge and inviolate. Gain plus one favor when you keep your word. If another house goes back on the deal with you, they lose face. Remove a clock tick on their house advancement. Uh, so house advancement clocks are how we track how things are progressing in the city. Everybody's got an agenda. Everybody has something that they're working on. And anytime they break a deal with us, they have a setback for that. So that's, that's mm -hmm. also very powerful, right? Mm -hmm. um, cool. So we've got some good stuff there. Yeah. I really, I, I know it's always fun to have like an extra dot, but I'm also drawn to the drama of Just Cause. Mm -hmm. um, the right thing at the cost of themselves, but I'm open to anything. Uh, um, how about you? My thought is the last two, Choose Your Ground and Upon Your Honor, both sound like they're very well established. And I feel like our characters are not I don't feel like from what I know of our character so far that we're very well established within House Pataglia yet. I don't think we are the their their favorite retinue. Mm -hmm. So I I, right. I like those moves and I but I personally for me I'd like to not take them just yet because I kind of want to earn that within the first. Yeah. So other than that, yeah, I think deterrence is really like getting an extra dot is always solid. I also like just cause. I think those are both I'm I'm pretty excited about both of those. Old Guard is also kind of fun too. I was gonna um, say, yeah, actually, that's yeah. the only one I was gonna add in is is Old Guard. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think we're in agreement. So we're far. in agreement to, to that we like a lot of them. That, that we've narrowed it down to three so far. I think. Uh, what about you, Natalie? Natalie? Yeah, do you, have, uh, do you have a preference? Do you have one that you'd like to see? Oh boy. Um. <laughs> Position. Right I know. I don't really know. So. Um, Ha oh, yeah, having an extra die is always really nice. Um, being able to take more load actually is pretty pretty nice too. Before you are in, before you're no longer discreet, um, especially mm -hmm. since we have some heavy hitters because you guys probably want to have like your heavy weapon, your blade for show, your blade for pro. So that could be really nice for you guys actually. Um, and then old guard is is pretty cool. So it's just, see, I'm not helping. I'm not helping at all. <laughs> You're not helping. You guys are getting deterrent. You've added one. You've actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite. So everything but ironclad looks really good. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, Nothing's ever going to go wrong. It's going to be fine. Everybody here is going to get hit. It's okay. Well, yeah. That's exactly what it sounds I have, like. I have no issue. For me, fortified sounds really cool, but I have zero issue uh, being called out for like, if we are fortified, like I have no problem. Somebody being like, why are you carrying that giant 200 ax on your back? Right? Like I, that cultural weapon bothers me as a potential, as, 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 a, as a potential, um, as a potential uh, challenge. So uh, I actually kind of embrace the, 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 the challenges that not taking fortified. Ooh, okay. I think those are those are, those are fun to me, you know, like, yes, I need yeah. to have all of this. Stuff. I imagine that Lenore has, has been, uh, you know, beaten down by a monster and lost her swords and her bow and has had to do it with her bare hands. So I think I'm okay with, uh, mm -hmm. with not having fortified if we want to. When you're a mercy, you do what you gotta do. <laughs> do what you gotta do, right? Yep. Sometimes um, you gotta kill a werewolf with your teeth. It happens. It happens yep. twice for Lenore, you know, just... <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm really drawn to the XP triggers because it it develops a question of like, what is the right thing and what are the interests, yeah. right? Like um, this, this could be a very interesting narrative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that Old Guard? Is that what you're thinking, Jamie? Old Guard or Just Cause, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I agree. I devilishly did that in one of my games. I said, if you're using magic for the right reasons, just so that I could hear the players like argue amongst themselves, like, no, yeah. it isn't for the right reasons. <laughs> this, this okay, game, I second the Old Guard then. Like, the, that's really good. This game is built okay. to have kind of a slow burn as opposed to like the, the meteoric arc that some, some Forge in the Dark games can have. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. typically without the, the extra XP trigger, the most you can earn per session uh, for, the, for the Coterie is four. Okay. With that, you gain an additional one, which means that we get the next advance that much faster. Mm -hmm. Cool. So like it sounds it. like we're doing old yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. good. Sounds good. I'm going to paste it into. Here we go. Also, fan of the movie, so it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hurt. Um, Think of that. Uh, there we go. Boom. We just added to the group. Added to the house sheet. I almost said crew sheet. I apologize. That's all right. Mm -hmm. It's gonna happen. Yeah. They, we're using blades in the dark sheets. The blades in the dark thing is gonna come through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So we also need to choose our, our strengths uh, for our house. Vitalia has two strengths. Um, one of these will go away. The okay. house strengths for Vitalia are. Um, force, transport, or wealth. So these are basically things that the house excels at, things that when we play, when our plans for errands and things play to one of these strengths, we get an extra die for the engagement roll. Um, so we are an old house of martial valor, which two of those sound like they are the most interesting for House Battaglia to be carrying Gotta have force. Mm -hmm. Force okay. has to be one. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> we could be an old house of Martian val martial valor, right? Like, where are all the warriors? Well, they're 90, so. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I, I'm kind of Question. happy though, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're playing musketeers, certainly force can be, can be compulsory. Besides, if we have force, that means we have more room for himbos um, to show up. So. Yeah. <laughs> I will, Do we keep uh, one or two of the strengths? Two. Two. So we have mm -hmm. we have two that uh, that okay. we can count on, um, and then everything else we're going to be playing at something of a disadvantage with. Mm -hmm. So I think we all agree on force, right? Yeah, 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 I agree. I think, I think force. Is so the question is, do we want to lose out on transport or wealth? I mean, wealth will buy us transport. <laughs> It, it can, yeah. <laughs> if the if the dice allow it, I I guess if, I imagine everybody if if everybody's willing to sell to you because this is a game of, of politics, yeah. right? So what yeah what will it take for them to take your money, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, good point. Uh, so there's no Amazon Bezos, basically. Like <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, House of Yolanda's over there holding the holding the economy right, fairly, right. fairly hostage. So, mm -hmm. and they are not, not necessarily your friends. Yep. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, I have no problem giving up wealth at, with the idea that we have our own kind of ways around and that we are often, um, we're often uh, sort of the underdogs in the, in the, in the wealth, in the, in the economic sphere. But I can also mm -hmm. see like 
militaries make a lot of money. It is undoubtable that like it it makes total sense to me if we have a lot of wealth and we're not we're, we're too like stationed in our in our you know we have a few locations that aren't spread out very far and we don't have good transportation networks so I'm, I'm i also want to propose idea. the idea that we don't have a lot of wealth because that's what we get for doing the right thing a oh, lot of the time yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. also a good point i'm completely fine with transport Okay. Transport. So, so we can get around. We can project force throughout the city and maybe and beyond. Mm -hmm. But the coffers are looking a little empty these days. Can I? Can I make a? Can I? Can I a, a throw out a possible truth about the world? Ooh. Um, the truth that I want to throw out is uh, it's like in California, we're a desert state. It is you are legally obligated to give people water if if, if they if they come into your place of business and you can provide. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, I think that whatever house is the current one on the front line, and that is often Bataglia, but it's not always, but whatever's on the front line, um, they have to be given uh, transport as needed for any kind of military endeavors that they're doing. So any other house is by the law of the land obligated to give us uh, a transportation as long as we can prove that it's, as long as it's known or it's understood that we're doing this in the defense of Illyrian. Oh, yeah. I like that. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that also that means we can act like like movie, like a, where we're taking this car for official purposes. Exactly. Yes. I'm taking we, this horse. We could totally take totally. a horse for official visit. That's exactly where I was going, Jamie. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I, I'm uh, a fan. I, I was just thinking that's a way to justify this. Surrender your part. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Commandeer. It's a nautical term. <laughs> All right, and our coterie as a, um, as a whole, our, our little group of retainers here, uh, just newly minted in, in hospitality service, taken under the wing of this very powerful house. We have a reputation already um, based on what we did you know, to, to enter service. Um, what do we think our reputation is as a coterie? Are we ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, arcane, something else? I'm like wait. I feel like ambitious is a very safe choice. Like ambitious is very like uh, very good for starting gr groups. Like oh wow yeah they've got some mm -hmm. moxie. Um, I I I'm thinking more about like how our four characters are actually connected and like how what we collectively bring. Um, because uh, I also feel like daring, uh, or uh, maybe even arcane, even though a lot of us don't have arcane things. Like Kristen, I feel like just by knowing about monsters, you have to sort of be right and brush with, up against the arcane you know, stuff, supernatural yeah. stuff, and 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 because uh, I can definitely see people who are like, we don't want to deal with that weird supernatural mm -hmm. stuff. You guys, you know. Take care of it. So, yeah, so I think for me, uh, daring or arcane are both interesting. And I'm, I'm, I'm open. Yeah, to yeah. I like the idea of arcane just because it would be narratively interesting to keep pushing in that direction. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm also okay with, um, with, with daring. So, no, I can, I can get behind arcane. Um, I'm not playing a, a particular arcane character, but I can play a very uh, superstitious character to lean into that. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I like nice. that. Yeah. Cool, so this, cool, cool, this cool. is basically the reason why we have the initial reputation we start off is this is you guys, you get to, you get to tell me what kind of stories 
you're most excited about. If you are ambitious, then obviously you can expect a lot of social climbing. If you're professional, I will basically, you know, the dirty jobs that have to get done are coming down the pipe for you. If you're subtle, I'll, I will put that to the test. If you tell me that you are an arcane coterie in mm -hmm. service to the old house of martial valor, you better believe <laughs> that there are problems in Ilrien that are arcane in nature. <laughs> Ooh, I yes. like that. That sounds yeah, fun. That. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. If it's that, it's that. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, certainly. We have our special ability. We need to talk about upgrades. Mm -hmm. um, okay. the, the house itself is just now starting. I mean, the house is an old house of Marshall Valor, as we've established. It's been here forever. Uh, only now, the houses of, of Ilrian are constantly in this kind of fluctuation, right? So... Um, the top six, the six most powerful houses in the city are the Esseltare. They're the people who vote, they're the people who, um, you know, decide policy. They, um, they elect the prince. Uh, it's basically where political power in Ilrian lives. Um, now houses rise and fall and rise again. And right now we're seeing Batalia come on an upswing. Um, and you are serving Batalia. Batalia is able to, um, provide, um, services, options, uh, things that will help you do your job better. And that's what these are. The, the house is tier two when we, um, when we start off. That's, that's basically like um, you know, two bumps up the chain from a, from a tier zero starting coterie. So long as you can you know, uh, get the house to help you out with things, like your, your equipment and things like that will be tier two as well. Um, upgrades are basically how we say how the house is helping us. Like what, what do we have at our disposal? And it's not just the house. We also have friends and enemies out there in the city, other factions that we may have uh, had, you know, help us out with some of these things. So if we want, I don't know, we'll say better weaponry. We can talk about how the ironmongers helped us out with this, but really pissed off Irlanda um, and things like that. So mm -hmm. we have two boxes of upgrades to spend. Um, what sounds cool? We have a couple of crew upgrades, a couple of coterie upgrades on the sheet. Uh, the standard upgrades are underneath. Um, they are pretty much identical to uh, Blades in the Dark, but they have um, a little bit different fictional uh, impact as it goes here. So why don't we read the four Bertaglia special ones? Because those are the ones that are special to us. And I always like to look at those since that's, that's our sure. thing. We can take any of the others, but... Um, uh, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll read the first one, then we can go down. So the first one is vigilant. The coterie gains access to detailed maps of old smugglers' tunnels and catacombs. Oh. Navi, will you do incorruptible? Incorruptible. Your retinues and colleagues all gain the loyal trait. They will never take a bribe, and they will never turn on you. They will accept death before dishonor. Jamie, we love that one already. I'm just gonna say it. You know, <laughs> surrounded by these himbos that will die for us. Yes. <laughs> um, but do you anyway. think what happens when they do die and how sad we're gonna be? But then it will give my character so much to work with. We it can fridge a few himbos. That's okay. We're going to send to on a ramp of loyal himbos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, I'll read the next one. To the last man. When you hire retinue of blades, it functions as one tier higher. When you have and soldiers or armsmen or, or any number of other things that can go and do violence on your behalf, they count as one tier higher for mm -hmm. the purposes of narrative. So mm -hmm. pretty okay. cool. cool. Yeah.
uh, thoroughbreds, you are granted access to the house's stables. You can get anywhere in the city much faster than your rivals, and few will stand against a charge of battalia. What is that? Chevaliers. Chevaliers. Yes. Thank you. Oh, just me. It's a fancy name for a cavalry. Yeah, I. <laughs> the only thing about that is if we already can pretty much go up to a rider and say, "I'm going to need to commandeer this horse." Yeah. And it's already kind of cool, you know. They're not thoroughbreds. It's just That's, some guy's horse, right? That's right. an excellent point. It's not a thoroughbred. Yeah. We, we could sort of have a monopoly on transportation, um, which could be cool. Could be could be neat to just to, to be able to sort of get anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that could ultimately become sort of our defining characteristic as if there's problems all over the all over the city, we can we can address them. Um, I don't dislike it, but I, I'm yeah. also in Actually positioned to be anywhere when you need to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm also in Jamie's boat that Incorruptible is is real, real good. And then there's all the others that are on the character on the house sheet, uh, a carriage, a boat, a hidden lair. Oh yeah, quarters, what page is that? Sorry. Oh, where is that? Stuff. It's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's in. It's on the the. Mm. the uh, we we have universal house upgrades. House. The... Oh, they are there. So on page. page... 95 of the uh, the PDF yeah, or of the uh, Google Doc, we've mm -hmm. got uh, a couple of upgrades. So we've got retinue, Ooh, I see them. Like that. Mm -hmm. private apartments, a hidden exit from the house, a workshop, ritual space, library, arcane wards, dedicated transportation, mm -hmm. ledgers, which is basically like a vault, extensive ledgers, because there's no, no money in this game. It's all favors, right? And mm -hmm. what you need is a ledger of all your favors, right? Who owes us what? Mm -hmm. um, so you can, you can basically bank more more favor that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then quality for your documents, your gear, your implements, supplies, your tools. Okay, wow. Yeah, and we can get more of these through play as well. So we're, it's not like, you know, as we advance, we'll have the option to get more. Okay. Yeah, so whatever just sounds the most fun. And we get two upgrades, right? Because mm -hmm. we're starting it. Okay, two. awesome, awesome. I'm trying to get back to the house ones, but I'm completely fine with the one Jamie and Sean were talking about. Incorruptible? Incorruptible, thank you. I was just scrolling back to page 89, 85. Well, we could do Incorruptible and start with Retinues if we want to take that as our second upgrade. So we can That's grab what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, because cool, we cool, have cool. a, we're Incorruptible, but if we don't have a retinue, then that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't do anything yet. Mm -hmm. So I like true. Yeah. yeah, it's great that like everybody that. who works for you is you know loyal unto death. We could just keep but acquiring assets. Yeah, right. Right. Nice, nice, nice. I agree. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Cool. So when we when we get a retinue, uh, we choose there are type there are five types of of of, of retinues. There's doctor. Courtier, uh, Wayfinder, Fox, and Blade. And those are further broken down. Um, I think most of them sound self-explanatory, but, but Fox is scouts, infiltrators, and thieves, and Blades are killers, bodyguards, and rustabouts. Um, I kind of like the idea. I feel like we're very well equipped to do violence. So I like the idea yeah. of, of courtiers or maybe not Wayfinders because we've sort of established Oh no, we didn't take thoroughbreds, never mind. So yeah, mm -hmm. possibly wayfinders. Uh, uh, scholars, thinkers also sound mm -hmm. cool to me. 
yeah we, we want to think of them as like groups of folks that will like send to go do a job though rather right, than right, a, right. a single character that would be an expert in a particular thing mm -hmm. so. yeah mm. i think leaning into the fact that we have a lot of ability to do violence ourselves i'm kind of on the same page as far as i think courtiers might be my favorite but datores okay. could be really cool too yeah, that sounds Courtiers good that can't be bought is an amazing combination, I'll just say. I know. Like that, yeah. That's a very power combo right there. Courtiers that yeah. are loyal to you. You might, like, you might have the only ones in Ilrian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. that's so cool. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah, there's our motivation right there. I like that. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay. So Courtier is sort of broken up. Uh, further into, and these are just examples, I think, but uh, con artists, spies, and socialites. Um, I, I, I was feeling socialites, like not, 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 not spies, but like, I don't know, spies could be super cool too. Like they could be our informants, etc. What vibe, what, how like legit do we want them to be? Oh yeah, because they could be spies that, spies that look like socialites, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What do you feel like, Kristen? You want, you want I, I, I do like this, the socialite because um, I think we can lean towards violence and towards darkness. And we have this socialite that can <laughs> like oh, go yeah. to parties and so help us. We got some people who are like, okay, so this is what they said, but this is what they really meant. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry about your, your dog and all, all the things that we burnt down, but uh, you have to understand there are mitigating circumstances, which are, let's get to that later. Um, yeah, I yeah. totally see I don't it. know if it would be like overpowered, but I love the idea of bars from Dragon Age where they're like, they're socialites that know how to read things and they know how to get information. Um, like they, they help us navigate that. That would be really cool, I think. But yeah, but basically socialites, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, having, having, having some people to move in social circles. It's not the same mm -hmm. as having people who are like, you know, breaking in late at night and stealing secrets. Right. They have no. ears and they do talk, right? Mm -hmm. So um, they kind of straddle that line, I think. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, when, we, when we pick one, we get edges and flaws that they have and we automatically get loyal. That's a bonus. We one. do. Mm -hmm. um, so we can pick one or two edges and then we have to pick as many flaws. Okay. Uh, Where can um, I find the edges? They're on page 97. 97. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. We have fearsome, which are make them terrifying in aspect and reputation. So if you want particularly powerful ones that people will quail away from, that might be a good choice. Maybe not the best socialite. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know, yeah. I know some fearsome socialites. Um, That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's true. We've got independent, so they can be trusted to make good choices. We mm -hmm. have loyal already. They can't be bribed or turned against you. Mm -hmm. And tenacious, okay. they won't be deterred from a task. I kind of like independent mm -hmm. because the I thought agree. of giving them like a, just a small amount of instruction. And then if they come back with information or maybe different information, we can kind of play with that narratively. I think that yeah, very cool opens things I up. Super agree. I like that too. What do you think, Navi? Dick now? Me? Yep. All right. So All right. now we have to pick at least a flaw. We can pick one more edge, five, but I'd like five, to... okay. nothing is yeah. free in Ilrian. Of course. 
So they're either principled, so they have ethics and morals that they just will not betray. Hmm. They're savage, excessively violent and cruel socialites. <laughs> they're unreliable. They're not always available due to flights of fancy obligations or their own indulgence. Or they're uncouth. They are loudmouth, drunken, or debauched. I like these flaws. <laughs> they're pretty kind of like the idea of principled in the sense of there's certain there are certain things they will have to do in order to gain information. There are certain people they have to be nice to because of how the game works. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. Mm -hmm. Look, there are rules about this kind of thing. We know that you you don't think that the the games of Ilrian are worth a damn, House Vitalia, but this is not how things are done. You mean I can't just steal a horse and go over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, you can, but also understand that you can just so long as you never do, then we don't have to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, but that's my vote. But I'm I like that one. Any of them? Principle? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I, I do, I, there is in my mind, there's a group of courtiers that are fearsome and savage that are just like, they, they have like the most scathing, um, you know, they say the most scathing things in court and they, oh, and they yeah. just like. Yeah, sort of like, oh, darling, uh, you wore this exact same coat five years ago. It still looks good on you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like you paid somebody for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. They're over store. with House Lavelle. We just avoid them. Or Corvetto, just <laughs> eviscerating people. Just <laughs> eviscerating people with words. Oof. Love it. Cool. So I think that 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 creates our our retinue. Does the retinue get a name? Uh, what do you want to call these people? The house. We we could call them. I mean, these are these are yours to command. When you when you are set as a as a coterie, the house has its own retinues. These people are at your disposal. Mm -hmm. Basically, mm -hmm. when, when you get your dossiers dropped on you, um, all of the you know things that are going on that need seeing to, these are people that you can send off to help you out with these things. Either you know bringing them in on your own excursion or sending them off on their own to deal with things. Mm -hmm. These are yours. Mm -hmm. So you may name them as you like. I will give them personal names as you please, but their, their group in particular um, if you just want to call them your hounds, you can do that, or any number of other things, right? Yeah, what's a nice preening, like, like animal, or... Or peacocks? Ooh. Or, or peacock himbos? <laughs> do they all wear crop tops all the time? <laughs> it's hot. Like, it is. We're, we're going to start off in, in uh, Primavera, and it's, you know, springtime, it's just starting to get not oppressively hot yet, but it's still warm. So yeah, crop tops are perfectly, perfectly acceptable. I do yeah, like right. the idea of yeah. peacocks and they all have to be boys. <laughs> yes. Uh, or mask. I really like that idea. <laughs> Ooh, masked? Well, they're all noble. Oh. And noble yeah, yeah. Ilrian all wear masks. Perfect. How, otherwise, how would you know who they were? That's Yeah, of course. Right. Excellent. The peacocks. So the faces are covered, but the abs are showing. So just so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <a> breaking shot. <laughs> I'm usually so oh, in control as a GM. Like I'm pulled back as a GM. <laughs> it's so good. I love it, Danny. I'm I'm here for it. And and I am definitely core. She she definitely has the incredibly deep beast since since we've mentioned it. Um. Uh. Yeah. She's. Uh. Yeah, she's she's very she's 
Yeah, the very Picard cut. Um, I'm going the for Picard cut. Perfect. perfect. That would be the most nakedest version of the game. <laughs> I think I think this is just seasonal fashion. It's just a summery place. Yeah, exactly. Place. And when true, it gets in Verno, then we'll then we'll see all of the you know kind of dowdy looking mm-hmm. uh, stuff. But anyway, um, so we have we have a couple of we have a couple of things. Um, we need to talk about who helped us earn these upgrades, who, who gave them to us, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll we'll take some extra status with them. People who helped uh, House Battalia secure the peacocks that are incorruptible, um, and then uh, we can talk about who was inconvenienced, who wanted the peacocks, and and mm-hmm. don't get them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So uh, I get to, you know, pitch some ideas over who is pissed off that they didn't get the peacocks. And obviously, the first one is House Lavelle. Um, mm. House Lavelle is not happy that the peacocks don't work for them when all courtiers should be working for the gossip mongers of wealth and taste, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's my first pitch. Okay. The other one is the Bank of Brass and Bone. Uh, the Bank of Brass and Bone are basically the um, the the central bank, right? Who own all of the debt in the city. They're immensely powerful. There's a holiday that is just nothing but, but the day where they compound interest on everybody's loans. People <laughs> rush around trying to pay down as much principal as possible. It's a really good day for bargain hunting, but um, oh it's- uh, The money holiday. They don't even, they don't, the capitalists don't even bother to try and conceal it. They don't even uh, call it Valentine's Day. They just they, call it the money day. They call it the brass harvest amongst, uh, amongst, amongst Ilrian. It's technically called recoupment day, but nobody calls it that. It's the brass harvest. Um, so the bank of brass and bone could be uh, could be spoiling for agents provocateur, and uh, you just happen to snatch them out right from under their noses. Or I'm thinking that maybe because they're independent and they're principled, um, I'm feeling. Let's see. Perhaps these were. I need somebody weird. Oh. Hold on, guys. It's about to get weird. <laughs> Every time someone says weird, I, I perk up. <laughs> My keywords are himbo or weird. I'm thinking <laughs> maybe these guys were, um, I think maybe these guys were buskins, which are almost like um, revolutionary artists from kind of the poorer sections of town that are almost like um, like dyed in the wool sort of anti-imperialists. Uh, they're trying to abolish the mask. They're trying to break up the, um, and they do this, they do this through, through art and oration and mm. sort of kind of, um, you know, educating the masses through like street theater and they're performance artists and they're kind of cool that way. So like the Buskin, House Lavelle, or the okay. Bank of Brass and Bone wanted these people, but you got to them first. Well, I want to throw an argument to flip around the Buskin argument and say that that should be the people that we helped out because we hired they, these people were Buskins and we hired them. And I hell would love to stick it to the bank because it's a really bad idea, but I love the idea of let's hear it. Yeah. It's well, that, not really that sweet. Great, John. So thank you. Thank There's you also a reason we don't have wealth, you know. I was going to take one of the people that you took them from that you didn't choose and make them the people that were happy about it. But yeah, that totally, totally makes sense fictionally for me. Right, so it's a minus it's one or be minus a, two? It's going to be a minus one from the Bank of Brass and Bone mm-hmm. and a, or sorry, a minus two to the Bank of Brass and Bone and a plus one with the Buskin, mm-hmm. unless we want to pay some favors. 
and mm -hmm. uh, and pay that down. What do you guys think? How do we pay favors? So we start we start with uh, four favor. Um, mm -hmm. We have four favor to spread around. Um, we can hold on to it so that we can pay for stuff later, or we can use it here in crew creation, mm -hmm. observation, mm -hmm. and uh, and start in maybe a more tenuous situation. Mm -hmm. um, faction status works the same way as it does in Blades in terms of how bad minus one, minus two, minus three is. is yeah. Mm -hmm. So at yeah. three, you go to war. Yeah. So minus one generally means if you're minus one status to somebody, uh, they don't like you, and they're going to they're going to uh, mess with you as long as it's not inconveniencing them. They're not going to go out of their way, but whenever they have the opportunity to, they're going to it. At minus two, they will go out of their way to mess with you as long as it's not endangering them. And at minus three, you're at war, and they will go after you even if it endangers them. So minus two with the bank is pretty bad, <laughs> I'd yeah. say. Uh, I, I think I might be worth willing to spend the favor to make it only minus one at least to start with so they're not quite gunning for us so hard. But... I second that out of the gates it'd be pretty hard to, to have the bank manage. Yeah, she's immediately not being like, oh, you want to do that? First pay off your debts. <laughs> this is why you no longer have wealth, right? Like... Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm, I'm cool with paying a favor. Yeah, I, I'm I don't fine want it to be too much like living in the real world, so I'm okay with Right. <laughs> well, we don't have to worry about money. Like when it comes to time to to do anything that would in like blades take coin, it takes favor, and uh, we have mm -hmm. to make promises and wheel and deal. Um, but the house is typically good for it. Only we have wealth, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our sphere of influence. Um, so we've got the uh, map of Ilrian kind of laid out on the the um, back of. Um, our roll 20 here. We've got uh, a number of districts and under there, there are sections of the city called spheres of influence, areas within the city that uh, that we might be able to lay claim to. Because we start off, we've got our claws in one sphere of influence and then I get to divide the rest of the city up amongst the other houses. I think you forgot our other friend and enemy though, because we need one for each of our upgrades. We have incorruptible peacocks. Mm -hmm. so, oh, so you put them together. Put them oh, together. we got, mm -hmm. oh. We got a freebie. It kind of did. <laughs> that's okay, because narratively, this makes more sense than pissing off the same people twice. Sure. All right, so our sphere of influence, we've got all kinds of different neighborhoods and areas within the city um, mm -hmm. to include like the city watch, our, our sphere of influence that we could have, uh, we could have you know, influence with. Um, if any of them sound cool, then we can talk about that. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, I can go through some of these these areas, and we can talk about like what kind of what kind of stuff sounds sounds interesting to play around with, mm -hmm. uh, or mm -hmm. we can do it any other way. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, this is what House Britalia has. Uh, in Correct. Terms of animals, right? mm -hmm. This this is what we get to leverage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. this is not necessarily our territory. This is the house's territory, and we get some fringe benefits from it. Nice. We have the arsenal, the twist, we've got the grand gate, the docks, the plaza, the granaries, the banks, the theater, the artist quarter, the trader's gate, the arbor, the necropolitan hill, the silk, the palace, we can't have that one, uh, the university, <laughs> the market, the foreign quarter, the watch, the canals, the temples, the garden, and that is all. 
And they all have a different perk. Correct. So if that's important to you, that's something you want to look at. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, where do we see the perk? Oh, yeah. Man. Where are the perks? So choices. Spheres of influence under the city. Um, it also tells you what uh, contacts you get, because that's how we get uh, house contacts mm -hmm. that we can leverage. And it also has um, a faction that holds the, the holding that we get in good with. And then I get to tell you who doesn't like them. Uh, real quick, because you doubled up on the um, on the on the the factions for for our upgrades, does that mean that we should have plus two with um, would it by default be minus two plus two? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, with okay, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take plus two with um, the buskins. Correct. Plus two with the buskin, uh, minus two with the bank of brass and bone. Right? We paid one off. We paid one off. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I think you're you're infectious because immediately I was just like the Necropolitan Hill. Yes. And then I'm like, I, I'm not sure that that's where uh, our house would like have its strength. I, I could see that's where we would be interested. Ooh, but, uh, ooh. I kind of like that. Like they allow us to uh, hang out, um, us who are approving ourselves. The Necropolitan Hill is a super cool piece of real estate with a real bad secret underneath it. That's where uh, the Deathless is interred. So um, there is an old time Dread Empire era war mage who couldn't be killed and he's been sealed down there, apparently asleep. Um, and if he wakes up, it's all gonna be real bad. Luckily- Ooh, I, I wanna propose that it was our house that put him there and put him to sleep a long time ago, and we have to stay there to, like, yeah, you know, guard over absolutely. the place. Yeah, so we're in this like castle that's kind of falling apart. This, <laughs> like, this is the spookiest group of quarter blades that I think I've ever before. Spookiest and sexiest. Spookiest, yeah, I was gonna say, spookiest and sexiest. Good combination. There will be himbos and monsters just as far as the eye can see. I'm super yeah. for all of time. So many. <laughs> okay, so we get the Necropolitan Hill. We mm -hmm. take minus one stress cost whenever we do rituals, which means big magic is going to be less stressful. Um, mm -hmm. We also get faction hold it. We get faction um, uh, status with the Dead Watchers, who are the habitual guardians of uh, the dead. Um, so basically, they're undertakers, uh, part-time you know ghost hunters and things like that. Uh, they do they do the dirty work that the mercies. I mean, there are only so many mercies. But this old kind of um, lineage, probably descending from House Vitalia, uh, are holding steady vigil over the Necropolitan Hill. And they like you pretty well. If you want to spend a favor with them, they'll like you really well. Um, but right so now, we're, they're at plus one. We're at plus one. We can spend a favor bringing that up to plus two. Um, I'm all for it. I think I'm fine with spending favor now. I think it's yeah. totally cool to have the Dead Watchers think we're just the bee's knees. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we are going to uh, take uh, minus two with the Sevenfold Veils, which is a um, hidden conspiracy of cultists and ritualists trying to wake up the Deathless. <laughs> so, oh, well, it makes sense that we'd be minus yeah. two with them. We, totally. we, can, we can spend a favor and make it a minus one, kind of be off their radar a little bit, or we could hold on to that for later. 
I kind of want to be on someone's radar. Like yeah. I want yeah, there yeah. to be some conflict. Yeah, I was thinking that too. And I, I like the Sevenfold cool, Veil cool. as being like right up in our girls from the beginning. I think that's- I like it. The Sevenfold Veil are not your best friends. Um, okay. I stretch the imagination. So uh-huh. there's a vast conspiracy of knacks and blunts all across the, uh, across the city who are working to, you know, wake up the last Deathless, are aware that you are um, the reason there is a habitual guard on the Necropolitan mm. Hill. They know it's your territory. They know that that you are the last line of defense for Ilrian, and they hate you for it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, and but you said that they're they're not they're they're not a uh, they're they're an underground organization, right? Like they don't. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So like it's they, not, they can't come out publicly. Yeah. They, they, they have... don't have T-shirts or anything like that. Like they're. Do they have any public fronts? Do they have any like uh, um, any any you know mo- most criminal organizations right like need some sort of so, so, some sort of cover that allows them to sort of have their have their um, their their clubhouses and their so and their, and their most of these most of these are come from the nobility um, so mm. they they function within noble society they hold mm-hmm. uh, the same kind of parties and salons that you will find amongst most noble folks. Uh, the only problem is that there's, you know, ritual sacrifice and, and you know, evil cool. sacraments and things like that that go on behind closed doors. But there's also distressing whispers that there are some of them that are embedded within the Spalum Naturalis, the biggest bunch of knacks and mages that Ilrian currently holds. Mm-hmm. So we've got that going for us too. Nice, nice. So, so they're, they're, they're part of like lots of different they're, they're a secret society that people from all these from powerful places join. I love it. Exactly. Um, so you never know all, who it's Yeah. So so I just want to say that Ari is definitely working for another house and is very a prominent member of the house. And I'm sure that's all he's up to and has no affiliation with like- I, the can't, I can't imagine that Ari would get mixed up in anything untoward. Yeah, no. So from it's having the next part of the hill, we get Ferdinand, a death keeper. Um, as a contact, we get Moderata, a medium, and we get Khalid, a hunter. So all friends that we can, we can count on. Mm -hmm. Um, We, yeah, so that that takes care of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want me to roll up who is currently the sitting uh, first house, second house, third house, fourth house, fifth house, or do you want me to just use my best judgment and tell you who's currently at the top of the heap? Or is there one that's more interesting yeah. to everyone? Who who do we want to be our first step on the road to first house? Hmm. And we we are sixth. Like the, the the premise of the game is that we started in sixth place, right? We be, uh, we we be at the sixth house of the SSR, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Who do we love to hate? I mean, let's pick whatever we were. Let's pick whoever we were. Um, like. Thinking about at like Lavelle as you right, know, we were right. like second most interested in, they should yeah, be. Yeah, really, agree, should, agree. You know, be powerful. All right, so our our Lavelles are they the first house or are they the fifth house? Are they the ones that we are going to be striking at, or are they the ones who are kind of looking down at it all like, oh, these people? <laughs> I think they should be at the the tippy top. Yeah, and I yeah. think maybe I think maybe House Bastion should be the one we have to step on first. The house that everybody in the city loves, except for the nobles. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. hurts. 
So I have Bastien at the top, or Lovelle at the top, Bastien right above us. Uh, we okay. have Corvetto, Irlanda, and Maurizi to place after that. Um, I have a question about this, because Bastien is such like the people's house that like everyone disregards. Has anyone ever, ever had a game where Bastien was on top? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, we have. <laughs> and cool. it, it felt very strange. Um, Ilrian was going through the midst of almost like a like a revolution. Um, yeah. Rights were being gained, and I think it was a Corvetto house mm -hmm. that we were we were playing. And it's this old kind of decrepit, angry house. It's like look at these people <laughs> up here, yeah, with their thoughts on how we are all the same. <laughs> this will not stand. This will not stand. So it was. It got it got a little got a little rough, like, but it was it was a fun game. So. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. I just nice. that's what I envisioned as well. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it's a very different game depending on how how the houses are arranged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so do we think that uh, Maurizi might be might be next above above House Bastien? Uh, do we think Irlanda, the trade princes, might be right above that? The uh, Corvetto, the old house of uh, mysteries and secrets and throat cutting. Kind of like the trade princes, but yeah. Sorry, you were saying. No, Jamie. I was just gonna say I don't know that I have that I ha have a preference for the other three. So yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's uh let's let's put Irlanda and then I'm gonna do Maurizi then Corvetto. Is that okay with everybody? Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Are you changing their their tier respectively? I am going mm -hmm. to yeah. So um, the first house of the city is a tier five organization. Uh, the next two are tier four. The two below that are tier three, and you guys are tier two. I see. You're you are rearranging them as we speak. Making your life difficult. No, it's all good. <laughs> we're just we're just in the same fields, but it's uh, we're getting it done. I live mm -hmm. to make you suffer. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all right. So that being said, um, I'm going to bust up the city uh, according to their their uh, spheres of influence. But that's something that I can actually it's I can do in between stuff. Mm -hmm. um, if we want, um, how are we looking on time? We got maybe 40, 45 minutes left. Uh, I meant to do this a little bit ago, just but I kind of got carried away because I was so excited. We should probably take a little quick stretchy stretch break. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do anything else. <laughs> I'm just going to power and tunnel for three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice game game. Kind of game I, am. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can do it, uh, but I don't feel good about it afterwards. When, yeah, no, I feel bad. Yeah, let's take a fiber and just stretch. Let's take a fiber and. Um, then I can I can tell you how you guys got into this mess, and then we Ooh. can see how stuff works, mm -hmm. and we can maybe get to use some of these cool toys that we've got, yeah. and then uh, we'll set it up for next week. I'm excited about that. Nice. All right. Okay. Bye. Okay, friends, we're okay. gonna be back in five. We'll see you all soon. Welcome, Rumor the Key, Lenore the Hawk, Malika the Knack, and Cor the Bravo to House Pataglia. Uh, we are we are on this haunted hill, no surprise there, and uh, we our house and our characters are created. Next up, we're going to go on our first errand. Join us for part two.